VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Thanks for downloading the Sunranto show. You can listen early and ad free if you subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto and join the 103 other super ranters who subscribed at patreon.com slash sunranto. There are perks at every level. Please join today and become a super ranter and support Cubs podcasting. Here's the show. Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We shed a million tears and drank as many old self years out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable loser. Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable losers. Sunranto. Oh, welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. Ho, ho, ho. I'm Danny Rocket. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, that sounded shoot like a wonderful... eye out, kid. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, good. You got the you you knew that's who I was doing. A hundred percent. You nailed it. So uh, I'm here. I'm Danny Rocket. I got Michael Cotton here. Crawley is on some Christmas boat with his Ecuadorian relative. So he's he may call it at some point. <laughs> which he may not. If you hear about if a the boat government crash, finds out, I think he'll he'll be in jail by the end of the morning. Mm. It's morning. So uh, well, uh, by the end of tomorrow morning. So, uh, first of all, I just want to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all who uh, have, you know, good Festivus to you and yours. And, oh, yeah, it's uh, Festivus today. Yeah, it's Festivus. And uh, it, and I just want to say thank you to all the people that have been with us all this year, doing all the shit we've been doing in the one of the worst Cubs years of all time. And look who it is from the boat. It's, it's crazy. Fresh off the boat. Crawley, did you get kicked off the boat? Or that does not look like a boat cabin. Where are you? I, I'm back. I'm back home, but uh, it was good. It was a little. Uh, you got to see Santa on the lake cruising around. And in Crawley, are you wearing a swimming cap? Nah, did you have cubby. to swim back from the boat? Where is it? My cubby beanie. Uh, he okay. shaves his legs and wears a swimming cap just to just to swim in the. December Lake Michigan Christmas uh, it traditions. Was, it was Williams Bay, and uh, yeah, we saw Santa, and it was all good. It, it was good times, man. Uh, but I knew we were going to be talking about our triumph yeah. over this last week, so I, I, I had I had to catch it. Well, for those that don't know the story of what happened, is we went Cubs caroling. Uh, it was last weekend, correct, or was it the week? No, it was the weekend before. Weekend before, yeah. So it was like almost two weeks ago at this point. So we go Cubs caroling. Ryan McGuffrey of uh, works at NBC Sports, and I worked with him. He happened to be at the Chris Kindle Market by Wrigley Fields, where we was like the third stop on our tour when we were going around Cubs caroling. So uh, he takes a video with his cell phone. He tweets it out, and it takes like six days 
for anybody to see it and pick it up. It's just like all this. And then all of a sudden Fox was it Fox sports finds it. They tweet it out and they're like Cubs fans in the middle of uh, at Wrigley field asking Correa to come to, to play for uh, the Cubs. And then that gets tweeted out a bunch. It goes nuts. Then Correa sees it. He retweets it. And let, let me put this up. I'm going to share my screen here. Uh, and we got, and it's still, by the way, the top of his Twitter feed, right? At on Carlos Correa's Twitter feed. I'm going to play the video that Fox Sports tweeted out. Let's see if we can get this to go full screen. There we go. Watch my tie guy. He gets pointed. Yeah, Mike Tai guy spitting COVID all over the crowd. Oh, yeah. Dan Nielsen doesn't even have a mascot. Neither does Sugis. So, so that is that is uh, what happened, um, uh, it, you know. And then Correa retweets it. Then it goes nuts. And, he, and you know, I'll put it back up. He, he retweeted it with a little blue heart, which, of course, got everybody into it. Uh, if you see that blue heart right there. Christmas um, tree, blue Christmas heart. Christmas tree, blue heart, and everybody looked. And I saw some stupid-ass Dodgers fan being like, oh, is Dodger blue? I'm like, no, he's responding to Cub fans, the dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? So, uh, so that goes viral. Everybody goes nuts. Bleacher Nation writes about it. You know, NBC Sports writes about it. it you know, back again. It all goes, it all goes through the room. Jeff, Jeff, uh, Berta, Cubs fan on Twitter. Uh, he says, we are famous. Well, I wouldn't go that far because still nobody knows who we are. And Crawley and I barely even got mentioned in half the articles. And these are by people we know. That aren't being like Danny and Crawley and Bleacher Jeff and my tiger. Like they know who we are and they they don't use our names except very small print at the bottom, if at all. But that's okay because now we know that we're the cool kids. And if you weren't there, you're not. So next year, you better be there because I'm sorry, but it, you know, y'all are too cool for school. Y'all don't want to come out. You all don't want, you think it's dorky to go sing in the streets. And guess what? Guess who doesn't think it's dorky? Carlos motherfucking Correa. So, bah! I, I, I tweeted out, man, if Correa signs with the Cubs, I expect that anyone that was caroling that night gets free drinks the rest of the season. Full credit for all of us. Anybody that showed it that shit. You buy our drinks for at least one year. I'm not one season oh, that, for a drink. See, that sucks because I wasn't there, and I'm going to be on the hook for this shit. That's okay. I'll slide you a few extra <laughs> drinks that I don't like. I'm gonna. We're going to get obvious shirts made, like we brought Correa. We bring the Correa. The, Carolers, the Carols Carol, bring Correa. Carols bring Correa. Yeah. Oh, you just wait, and you'll be. You can't wear that shirt. Only like twelve of us can wear that. So, and anyway, that I don't know. What are your thoughts, Carly? Limited, were, were edition, you limited edition and numbered. So we're going to yeah. talk to Joe from Obvious. I'm literally going to count that picture. And if you are literally not in that picture, you don't get one. So yeah. it, it is all going to be one of those fun ones. But it was enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Oh, who, who's this? Uh, you got somebody poking oh, in? This is my nephew, Elias, hanging out. We, we went on the Christmas boat, right? Mm-hmm. And he made the good. He made the nice list, so Santa had some good compliments. And we went to Wrigley the other day, right? Mm-hmm. We did some nice. ice. Hey, what's your name, buddy? Elias. 
Hey, that's you know what? That's my oldest. That's my oldest son's name. Huh. Oh, isn't that cool? Well, that's, that's pretty cool. That's that's great. <laughs> what a what a Christmas memory we're making. There it is. <laughs> All right. We had, uh, we had a good time and we were really ice skating, kind of having some fun. And uh, it's been uh, it's uh, I got a lot of relatives popping in and out for Christmas this year, so it's been kind of fun. Yeah, I know you. I wasn't even sure. I I was just getting done explaining that you weren't coming. And then you came. So here you are. You're just you're like old Saint Nick showing up at a naughty kid's house. So uh, so anyway, how about this Korea thing? I know that. I mean, I I know that we were talking about it before. Oh, everybody wants Korea. I you know we're writing a song. Korea's tweeting it out. But now there's like maybe a few more rumors out there. And I also know the bloggers have nothing to write about right now because of the because everybody's not doing shit. So uh, at this point. Uh, that now I read this thing about instead of the 10 years that Correa has been floated to want, now we're here at seven that the Cubs were the higher AAV. That still seems like a mighty long time. If you're going to go seven, might as well go 10 if you're going to pay the same amount. That's what I say. But, like, you know, what do you think? I mean, do are we going to bring Correa and is, and is, and is our uh contribution that he signs to a seven year deal at a, at a decent AAV? Yeah, I. I no, I'm with you, Danny. I don't understand why ten is is too much, but seven at the same amount. Like just be just so you can get rid of him quicker. Like that's stupid. This this is this is a Colorado Rockies level of stupid. They signed Arenado, and then they told they they put in his opt out clause. They're like, why don't you take an opt out clause as well, so that they could maybe get rid of him like earlier. He's a fucking great player. Just get him. He's versatile enough that he doesn't have to stay at shortstop for the entire 10 years. And if he did, he'd probably still be an average shortstop 10 years from now. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you get. And what if, if you move him over to second or third, he's going to be great there. And you keep the bad in the lineup. It's stupid not to do this. The dude is 27 years old, right? I was going to say, so 10 years puts him at 37. Why don't you split the difference and do eight Remember, years? Uh, 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 fuck, why am I forgetting his name? I, um, 69 years, I say they signed him for. 69 years, so yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, if, if it's the same amount of money, then just do it. it. You know, just go for the whole thing. Lock yourself into that. I mean, the guy's 27 years old. Yeah. You know, oh. that 37 is is not is really is not that old. I mean, look at Pujols. I mean, that's a bad example. See, I, that well, I was going to say Ben Zobrist. Ben Zobrist, I think, is a better cop because, like, you know, yeah. this, you know, Carlos is a shortstop. He, he's at he's the most athletic guy in the field. If you need to move him to left field eventually to keep his like 250, 20 homer bat in the lineup for whatever reason, you do that, you know. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, when you talk about those long contracts, it's one of those things that you know at the end you're going to have to stomach the, the bad few years. And, uh, you know, if you're willing to find you know, it's like you talked about the Pujols deal, and he was old when he got that deal. And I was like, what, like a 10, 12-year deal? And then I remember Soriano, and I remember Steve Stone being like, Guys, if you like him or you don't like him, get used to him because he ain't going anywhere for a long time. It was literally until the last year of the contract. So it's just 10 years in baseball is an eternity. It may not seem like it, but it is a – I mean, Anthony Rizzo didn't play 10 years in Chicago. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? He, uh, he, sh- he should have, though. <laughs> he yeah. should have. But, but it's just – what I'm saying is, is it's a rarity that you're going to have a guy that much. And then, like and, – and see, the thing about Hayward is Hayward never played well throughout the entirety of his contract here with Chicago. You know, but, like, when, when you get to those bad years and you're just like, oh. Well, he, he, really he, never, he never hit well. He played fine. Okay. He played fine. But, yeah, the hitting is glaring because that's what most people are looking at, and that's what stats are made of. Well, and out of right field. Like, that's, you know, pretty typically yeah. a power position over there that you got some slug. I mean, it, you need the defense out there, but you'd, you'd rather it in center field, which they tried to do, and he couldn't do that. So it was just like. You, 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 can, you can get a defensive right fielder for cheap, all glove, no bat. You can do that cheap, no problem. Yeah, as good as Hayward, <laughs> very, very true, very true. As good yeah. as Hayward, no, but pretty close you can get without having to spend $24 million a year on him. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's well, very I, little you have to spend twenty four million a year. I mean, usually it's like a a really pretty decent starting pitcher that you're spending that kind of money on, or one of the best it, bats in the league. Yeah, or one of right. the best, like a Bryce Harper kind of bat. See, um, I, I don't, I'm still frustrated by the whole AAV thing because, like, if they had, if you can front load a contract and actually have it be the actual numbers then later you're paying them less you could actually you know if if Hayward was only going to make you know 15 million in his last two years because they front loaded the rest of it you know then you could get rid of him you know what I mean like you there would be options because the AAV the thing He's always going to be a $24 million cap hit no matter what. Well, I have a question. Okay, let's say that the baseball players can start taking their pension at age 60 or whatever it is, right? They can start getting that uh, – start taking it. So why don't why don't you just sign the guy till he's 60 and just get, put him on the roster, be like, I'm giving you a 25-year contract. You don't have to put him on the roster. That's what they do with uh, Bobby – Barry Bonds. Barry, yeah, or Bo- Barry, Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. Because well, that, you don't have to put him on the roster. You're just paying him like he's on the payroll and he's part of, like, the payroll of the team. But, I mean, why not just do something like that? I mean, I know guys don't – they well, want the money now. So. I don't understand why more players don't ask for that. Mm-hmm. To me, that's the smarter move. Is Guaranteed. And, and that's what they always tell us, right? That's what all the talking heads are always like, well, they want the the years. They want the years. They want the certainty. They want to know the money is coming in. That's why they're like, well, he'd rather get 10 years at lower AAV than seven years at a higher AAV. And I'm like, I, you give me the shortest amount of time with the most amount of money, yeah. and I'll fucking take that. Like, please, give well, me that. guys. And you got to remember, these guys are 20 years younger than we are. And so, like, how did you think about money back then? Oh, I didn't have any to think about. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the other thing is, is it really shouldn't matter. You should have somebody that's kind of working that out and kind of talking you through it. Like, this is what, you, like I said, every day, Bobby Bonilla cashes that check. And, and so you all, I mean, we all know that eventually that money for those guys is going to dry up that source of income yeah. and it all depends. And, and again, don't forget agent takes what four or 5% depending on your agent. You got a lawyer, you got an accountant. It's not like you're taking all, the government. Uncle Sam's got their hand out. That yeah. money is, I mean, like you think it's life changing. It's carved up. Yeah. It's carved up pretty good. And to me, it would be smarter to always have that little bit of money coming in. 
Yeah, uh, no, I, I'm with you. I would, I would totally be like, oh, you want to give me a hundred million for four years, or you want to give me a hundred million for twenty five years? I'll take the twenty five years. Thank you. <laughs> and we got our friend uh, Stuart McVicker of Club Four Hundred. Uh, telling us the backup plan is Trevor's story. Uh, and you know what? That That's fine. You know what I mean? I, I hope that the Cubs are able to get Korea. If not, Trevor's story is another good get. You know, it's it's, it's good the, to see them in the, the market. The problem with story is I don't think he's going to be able to hold it shortstop very long. He's going to uh, – his arm – there's there's something fucked up with his arm. And rest and therapy may be enough, but well, they were – I was listening to a Rockies podcast and they were talking about how he could have, he, uh, they were talking maybe three or four years ago about a possible Tommy John for him. Wow. Yeah. It makes you, like I said, any guy from Colorado, I don't care if it's a pitcher. I don't care if it's a hitter. They just make me nervous because you just don't have good numbers to go off of. Mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah. it's, what you're seeing is, you know, how are they going to perform at Wrigley as opposed to how they perform in Coors? And, you know, you have to look at their road stats. And even that just gets really confusing. One encouraging thing ultimately to all of this is that it, the Cubs are rumored in on everybody. Like you were saying earlier in the offseason that, Crawley, you were pissed off because the Cubs weren't in on anybody. Everybody's coming off the board. These guys are getting these big contracts, uh, you know, and then the Cubs weren't in on anybody. Now they're in on, it seems like they're in on story. It seems like there's more specificity to the Correa rumor of like the less years versus the more years and things like that. So at least they're part of the conversation right now, which was, which they weren't before. But um, I mean, only because they're like the only team now left that still needs players. Well, and we got a backup plan. It's Ildemaro Vargas. No, and, and and I like also the fact that because they're in on all these shortstops, that maybe they're signaling to everybody, including us, that uh, it, they're not. Their plan is not Nico Horner there if it can be avoided. They would rather have somebody else. Is you know, otherwise they'd be like Nico, the job's yours. You earned it. You know. Well, they wouldn't even do that this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. His, his little gray face. You've earned it. Uh, but we, we, were, we were talking about Correa tweeting out, you know, tweeting and retweeting all that stuff. It was really fun to see Marcus Stroman uh, basically recruiting. And that was a lot of fun, you know, saying, hey, Correa, we need you over here. It, this is a guy that I truly think the fans of Chicago are going to just fall in love with is that he's a, he's a guy that wears his heart on his sleeve. He works his ass off. I think he's going to do a lot of great things for the community. Um, and, and so, you know, seeing him out there recruiting Correa for the Cubs, you know, it's, it's, you know, some, some players are like, wow, that's not my job. Da, da, da. It's good to see somebody kind of being like, yeah, let's get some guys over here. Let me tell you about why you want to be here. You know, or, or he signed that contract. He's like, wait, this is the team we have. You're like, no, Carlos, no, no, no. please, Who's please come to the team. Nah, nah. <laughs> signed. Yeah. Well, and of course, he he would love to come to Chicago and you know blow up the city. You know that sells. Yeah, I saw it today. Obvious shirts tweeted out that he's completely sold out of all his Strowman. Uh, he's got Stro Show with a zero in red. And, like some great stuff, but he completely sold out of everything he could print in time for Christmas. And, uh, and the Cubs store ran out of his jersey. 
Yeah, exactly. So he's looking at that. He's like, this could be a thing. Like, I don't think I know Mets fans. I lived in New York. I went to a lot of Mets games. And let me tell you, I don't think they think those. They don't think the way uh, about Stroman maybe the entire time that Chicago already does. And he's never thrown a pitch for us. All we've seen is video. I I look at this and I, I say to myself here, what I talked about at the beginning of the season is I felt I got nervous there, but I felt that the Cubs were going to have to make moves because of Marquis and because of the surrounding area is you have to generate buzz. And I think the Cubs, I think, I don't, I, you know, I'm not going to say that it was anything about this, but you know, the amount of people that were just like, Nope, not interested in season tickets and burning through that list. And I, I got a feeling that some way, some way up top, someone's like, this is not looking great. We need to regenerate interest in this team. Well, and, and I'm glad that that happened. I mean, honestly, we can thank all those people that passed up on those season tickets and shit, if that's the case, because I was one of those people, Carly, that you're talking about, that I was like, they're not going to do a fucking thing. They they think they, they have this idea that they can cut everything, and that's how they'll make money, rather than just put the best product out there that they can and generate money that way. That's honestly, that's the true way to build anything is to just do the best you can at it. I mean, don't look at this podcast, but if you do the best you can at a thing, usually people respond. Um, and, and, you know, those years. And, and I only say that, Danny, because we put out fucking gold every fucking week. And, uh, and it's still not working because people aren't giving us any money on Patreon. But we know the years and years of the Tribune was always that Wrigley will sell itself. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, they, yeah. they had the contract with WGN. They had the, they, there, there was nothing they really had to worry about because the money was going to come in. And the, the, the Ricketts did invest in the neighborhood. And to get a return on that investment, it doesn't do you any good if people don't show up down there. And, I, and I've been hitting that drum, whether it's Marquee, whether, whether it's Hotel Zachary, whether it's the tenants you're charging rent to, is that when, when Wrigley is alive and when the Cubs are good, those people are making hands over fist money. Okay, but yeah. if, if it, what I saw after uh, Blue Friday, when everything was gone and you could buy tickets on StubHub for $10 and even then you couldn't even convince people to go, all of a sudden, you know, those places are now not making money. They can't pay the rent. You got now you got I mean, I think the Starbucks is still empty, right? Yeah. 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 Well, no, and did they have a single sellout last year? I don't think they had a single they did. sellout. Well, speaking of uh, needing money to keep franchises alive, uh, this Sunranto show is actually paying for the bandwidth to even send this show out to you live and in person. So you're going to have to watch a commercial. Uh, I know you've probably already done your Christmas shopping, but for all your shopping needs, please use our links at Sunranto. There, there are more holidays shopping. coming, people. Yeah, they, they just keep showing up in America. Uh, here's a commercial. Just stay tuned. We'll be back in a minute. If you're like most Americans, you buy shit. Lots of shit. Sometimes you buy shit for other people. Sometimes you buy shit for yourself. And sometimes you buy shit you have to buy just to stay alive. So why not buy shit through the Sunranto affiliate links at sunranto.com slash shopping. We've got tons of shit you can buy. Go to sunranto.com, click on the shopping link, then click our ads and buy shit. We've got Amazon. They've got tons of shit. 
But you can also buy MLB shit, NBA shit, NFL shit, Fans Ed shit, Southwest Airlines shit, Fanatic shit, Reebok shit, Wine of the Month shit, Beer of the Month shit, Bear Mattress shit, StubHub shit, Lid shit, Sports Memorabilia shit, Volcanica Coffee shit, Vibrator shit, Condom shit, Bag shit, NHL shit, and Audible Membership shit. There's a whole lot of shit that can help the Sun Ranto Show stay on the air so we can keep talking shit. So buy shit today through sunranto.com slash shopping. Thanks. Cubs Jesus thinks you're the shit. Wilder versus Fury, Mayweather versus Bakayo, electric personalities that produced big fights and even bigger betting opportunities. This Saturday, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley will be no different. So don't miss out on the action. Bet the fight with my bookie. My bookie has the best odds and props bets for Paul Woodley. And you can start by doubling your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000 using promo code SPORTSDRINK. That's double your deposit to double your funds and double the excitement for Paul Woodley at my bookie. As much as we'd all love to see Jake Paul eat canvas, he's looked strong in previous matchups. And with Woodley taking this fight on short notice, all the odds are in Paul's favor. Back the problem child to win this rematch as he's sure to be the favorite. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 by using promo code SPORTSDRINK. Head to MyBookie today, place your bets, fill your pockets, and watch this grudge match get settled with Paul versus Woodley. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Um, all right. Well, let's get into some of these uh, ranter carols. Uh Hey, Carly, I see you. You went and grabbed yourself a Club 400 beer, uh, and uh, you're gonna need you're gonna need it for some of these that I'm gonna about to play. Uh, it's it's a beer that's good for all nine innings and for all nine carols. That's all I know. Yeah, you, you see, you're dropping that. I'm gonna give a shout out to Corey Finneran, who turned me on to this bad boy. It's a Jingle Java. Got me some of this many years ago from Bent River Brewery in Rock Island. So fucking good, and it's only around during the holidays. So, well, I am drinking barefoot bubbly pink oh, champagne God. on ice, and she said, "We are all just prisoners <laughs> of our own device." I know that's actually a pretty appropriate fucking song for a Cubs podcast, is it not? We're yeah. just stuck here, but you can never leave. <laughs> <laughs> just picture Crane Kenny coming out for that part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe Ricketts. So uh, at stake here for the Cubs caroling contest is this. You can see my ring light, the Roddy Woo Woo bobblehead. This was actually, I got this at his birthday party. You can tell your uh, friends and family, whoever wins this, uh, you can see. I, I haven't even opened the box. I don't even know if there's actually Ronnie Woo Woo in here. But Again, uh, a little piece of history. That was the first bobblehead ever created by the Bobblehead Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's why it's worth $1 million. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to have to share my screen. All these were shared on Facebook, so I've got to do it that way. Um, it's kind of annoying, but that's what's happening here. Now, I, I got a list of everybody that, that did it. Can can you guys see that? My, my uh, yeah. uh, shared? Okay. So Bill Sugis. Yeah, I was going to say, all yeah. I see is Bill Sugis. <laughs> yeah, it's, just- it's pretty much just all Bill. But he... Uh, I'm not going to play everything he did, but let me just uh, shout out to him. The reigning champion of the Ranters Christmas Carol uh, uh, contest. 
He did 12 Days of Christmas or the 12 Days of Cubs miss. He did Theo the Cowardly GM, We Five Owners, to uh, We Three Kings. And um, I, I'm going to call it Out to the Bleachers and also Deck My Balls, which is <laughs> that's, that's kind of my favorite. Um, and so he did so many. So I'm going to let him kind of start it out here. I don't know I'm going to play all of everybody's songs, so don't get offended if I don't. But I want to play Bill's. He did this for Thanksgiving. And I was like, that's not an entry. But I, I got to play this anyway. It's funny to me. So Danny has fired the opening round in this year's Cubs Christmas parody song contest. Of course, as the winning champion, this cannot go unnoticed. But... Due to insomnia and a ludicrous work schedule recently, uh, the creative <laughs> juices aren't quite flowing. This is kind of like when so Snoop Dogg announced the, gro- the Golden Globes. Line yeah. of <laughs> my, uh, how, how many ranchers were just sitting there like, wait, wait <clears throat> wasn't he going to sing a song? Yeah, exactly. So, I, no, that's why I feel like this Christmas, is. COVID Cubs gave to me a fever of 103. <laughs> now I just need 11 more. that cracked me up so that's how this contest is gonna start so we're gonna start preamble to that was five minutes long and the song was 40 seconds i know i know well but if that's not the song that's just the preview to the song he's announcing his own song but i'm starting this one at what's uh 329 out of 357 because (laughs) because let me tell you in the 12 days of christmas just for anybody that ever parodies this song in the future all you need or is the twelfth day down? Just you start at twelve. Yeah, just start yeah. at twelve. That's how it goes. Here we On go. The twelfth day of Christmas, the Ricketts gave to me twelve dollar Bud Lights, Lemming, Lackey Manager, ten Prevision commercials, sixty nine <laughs> different players, eight mound visits, more price increases, six position players. Jesus, effing Christ. <laughs> Core players gone. Three years utility, two failed starters, and the laughing stock of the MLB. MLB. Oh, print it. Print it. <laughs> print Little it. Lee Elia at the end. Yeah, Love so it. so that is your reigning champion, and that's not even his official entry. I'll give him another entry. He he gave so many. I'll play a little bit. Everything he did, but um, what should we start with, guys? I've got Bernie Barron. I got John Vasky. I got John Pincus. I got Dan Nielsen, and then it's. Let's, let's it's, start with Pincus. I'd like to hear uh, John Pincus. All right, John Pincus. This this one's called "The Way in a Lockout." Hello, ranters. This is called. I like how he set the mood with the tree and everything. Yeah, it's nice. Away in a lockout, no deal is near. That's little nerd man threat. Lay down his gray head. The stars with their fire tweets look down on his plan. That's little nerd man Fred asleep. <laughs> little nerd man Fred. I know. <laughs> the owners are crowing. Those damn bastards lie. But little, little nerd man Fred. All crying he fakes. It really feels I like he's in the living room at his mother's house. Man Fred I think that's his house. He just decorates it like his mom. <laughs> And stay with the players till lockout is nigh. 
Happy holidays, you filthy animals. All right. <laughs> Josh, uh, a little nice. Home Alone action going there. All right, all right. Hello, what, all right, we don't need that to play again. So uh, what, do you guys, what do you guys think so far? Uh, right, John Piggis, you, you want to uh, give him the uh, American Idol treatment like you're freaking Simon Cowell? <laughs> I like the little Lord Manfred. I thought that was a clever, clever little spin nerd man, Freddie. Little said. little nerd Manfred, and and uh, I, I think that he had the soothing voice, and then the background. It made me feel like one of those old Christmas specials. You know, when, <laughs> when gave, used to, Bob Hope used to host them. Yeah, it gave me ASMR. Actually, I got tingles all over my neck. Yeah, see, and that's why I felt like he was at his. Uh, he he was like at his mother's house he was in there like singing but he's singing quietly like he didn't want anybody, anybody they were taking hear. care of the dishes john, in what's there that and- noise john <laughs> <laughs> john, what are you doing are you masturbating again <laughs> so um I, I guess we should play bills in between everybody so yeah <laughs> really just we don't we're not gonna play all of it but bill is like the palate cleanser as reigning champion <laughs> we'll do uh cubs five owners let's try that one hey gang Hi, how bill. do i deal with bears <laughs> suckitude sorrow I sing a Cubs parody song. That'll raise my spirits. <laughs> this one is called We Five Owners. <clears throat> Cubs five owners seriously blow. Bury them in early spring snow. <laughs> Crying poor, there's such a bore. We're in first place no more. Oh, oh I, I remember this. Wars happen too fast. Another hundred years will pass. No playoff glory. Same old story. Wait till next year, my ass. <laughs> Contention window already gone. Ranter singing parody songs. National League leading talent bleeding. Feels like we're just pawns. Oh, oh. I would say that so people submit some songs. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Yeah, not not a lot of people entering. I I would say that that is one of my favorite favorite carols, and, and Bill did it some justice. Um he kind of would always hit flat out right before the oh, so yeah, it's tough. It's a for me the the lyrics though were so good it 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 gets him past the the oh oh that he might hit because the I've lyrics. got the oh oh happening from the lyrics you know. So, so you yeah. like those minor key ones. You like the sad Christmas tunes. You're like an old Christmas tree guy too, which also it's, it sounds all sad. It's like who oh, me or Crawley? No, Crawley. Yeah, I was going to say me. Yeah, I- that we three kings. That one's uh, you know, and some of them are like those old English carols. They wrote them in minor keys, and it's just like you will not be happy at Christmas. This is Victorian <laughs> England. <laughs> <laughs> the rhyming pattern was so great. Yeah. Oh yeah, he he rhymed very well. So uh, let's try a John Vasky. Uh, he he wrote someone should fire the camera guy. Which after you see this, you'll see why he said that. What's up, ranchers? Um, I didn't do any Christmas parodies last year. Just wasn't feeling it. So uh, this is my first one. Might be my only one. Don't know. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Morgan Freeman um, voice. It was it's called. The Ricketts really hate the Cubs fans to the tune of 
Santa Claus is coming to town. Now, I'm no John Jurgavan, but I'm going to give it my No, but day. you look like Santa, so you, that's at least 50 points. Right. 100% well Santa. You might as well cry. You might as well groan. I bet you know why the Ricketts really hate the Cubs fans. It started with Joe, then Theo left too. The product is crap, and the last season blue. Ricketts really <laughs> hate the Cubs fans. It started off amazing. A series win was great. The excuses are degrading. Pull your heads out for goodness sake. So you bet, might as well gripe. You might as well cry. You might as well groan. I bet you know why. Ricketts really hates the uh, Cubs fans. fans. Very strong finish. Yeah. You you know what? I'm I'm impressed by the fact that uh, his overalls have two pockets in the front. (laughs) Like He's got the one pocket up the top, and then he's got the zipper pocket. So, like, the dude could just hold anything you need to hold. You're like, like, hey, you need a pen? You know he's got a pen down there. You know, hey, you got a pocket knife? Oh, you know he's got a pocket knife down there. You need a screwdriver? It's It's down in the front. Again, he had the Santa look. He had he, he the singing. I think was strong. Uh, the 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 message overall was quite clear. Yeah. yeah, strong performance from John. And also, I like his vibrato. He's got a pretty voice. It's got a quick vibrato. Ricketts, Rick. and he's got that little. You know, this guy's nice. It's got a nice vibrato. He's got a nice voice. If he worked at his voice, I guarantee that guy could actually sing. So, John, take some voice lessons out wherever you live. Well, um, uh, we got Facebook user here saying, next year I'm going to do my Latino version of Feliz Navidad. I'm not sure who Facebook user I, is. I got a feeling that it but, is our good friend Captain Cubble. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I I actually did a Feliz Navidad well, this oh, year. That's and you, a hell of you'll, a you'll be unfortunate to have to listen to it, but. Well, well, I think that's as good of an intro as ever. Here's Michael Cotton's entry. And just being a member of the show actually does not disqualify you from winning. Especially when you have no chance whatsoever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Here we go. Here's uh, Michael Cotton's uh, Feliz Contreras. All right. Um, That's not you going... No, that's my backing track. Feliz Navidad. Wilson Cantura. Feliz Navidad. Prospero Nuevo Contracto. Hey. Did you just say Prospero Nuevo Contracto? Wilson Cantura. Congratulations on the new contract. I know it's not great Spanish, but that's how it works. It's not even close to what that means. I want Ricketts to sign Contreras. I want Ricketts to sign Contreras. I want Ricketts to sign Contreras from the bottom of my heart. I want Ricketts to sign Contreras. I want Ricketts to sign Contreras. What are you talking about? It's not. I want Ricketts to sign Contreras. Prospero is prosperous. Prospero is like unprosperous. Yeah, prosperous new contract. Wilson Contreras. Do we have to listen to this whole thing? No, I don't want to see that. Prospero Nuevo Contreras. See what you're doing. Yeah, there's, there's, not, there's not a lot to the song. John Vickers writes it. I thought my singing was bad. Oh, no, no, no. Feliz Navidad. That's brutal. Prospero Nuevo Contracto. Yeah. Well, oh, th- is that it? 
All right. Yeah, that's it. Nor see normally <laughs> we would play mine right at the top, and then nobody feels bad about what they've done the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just set the bar that low, huh? Oh, I, this is beautiful. I thought I set it low with Bill Sugis, which was just singing one line and <laughs> and entered in 40 seconds of, of insomniac talking. Yeah, but, um, Bill, and Bill's the only one that gives me love. Yeah, Cotton Bill Bravo. loves it. Yeah. Well, I, I laughed. So uh, it, speaking it, of Bill, I think it's time for another Sugis one because it's in between everybody. Everybody, we got to do a Bill. Um Let's see. What do we got here? Uh, do you think that the way that uh, the Correa song will bring Correa here, that my Contreras song might drive Willie away? Yeah, I believe Willie's been traded. The, the I heard. Game. I hear the wheels of the plane taking off right now. <laughs> no, I, I guarantee just playing that song made Will, made Wilson uh, upload some uh, weird. Uh, photo to his Instagram with his back showing and walking into the sunset, <laughs> which he does every time his name comes up. Yeah, w- Wilson's looking at his friend right now, going, "Was that racist? I'm not even sure." <laughs> no, it was just bad. Like he means, I know you mean no respect to uh, Spanish speakers around the world, but you just showed them a lot of respect with that performance, Michael. So here's "Deck My Balls" from um, Bill Sugis. <laughs> Okay, folks, this one is TVMA, so hide the kitties. Of course, I'm sure they've never heard these words at your house. What is TVMA? This one, inspired by effing birds, is called Deck My Balls. Deck my balls with sprigs of ivy. Fa la 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 off. Some say boomers can be chivy. Fa la 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 fuck right off. Why some players when last will finish. Fa la 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 fuck right off. 2016 glory diminished. Fa la 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 fuck right off. Come on, people. I can crank these out all day. Oh my God! <laughs> Just pull it, rank. I mean, reigning—that's what a reigning champion sounds like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bill so, is so—he's so lucky that this is a closed group because apparently he hasn't been working for a month. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, all right. What else do we got here? We got uh, Dan. Oh wait. Oh, sorry. Here's Dan Nielsen's. I'd like to hear Dan Nielsen. Okay. Yeah, Dan Nielsen's. What am I playing here? You too. How did this stop? Oh no! Apparently, Bono has submitted into Cubs Carols. Oh no! Oh my God! That would be amazing. By Bono, he's going to sue us. God, shut up! Like, all right, now I'm on this. You're place. asking Bono to shut up? He never does. God damn it! He's the worst. Um, hold on, I got to get back to the stupid. There was thing uh, now. one time he was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he was singing with Bruce Springsteen. This was in New York for like an anniversary concert, and uh, and he, you know, Bono's going off on one of his. This is a special note. And Bruce finally is like, can we just sing the song? It's because Bruce is 94 years old. And he's like, my, I'm, I have to go to the bathroom right now. Like, that we need to hurry this up. funny stuff. jokes that was going around on the, uh, the Onion <laughs> and uh, Saturday Night Live and stuff. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Bruce Springsteen sold his catalog for $500 yeah, yeah. million. Dollars, and they're like, now he can finally buy his way out of New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's Dan Nielsen's This Is Last Season. Last season was a wet fart. The players <laughs> we cheered are no longer here. And 
I love it. He just went one verse. Yeah. Right in, uh, points for playing the guitar. Yeah. I give him points for playing for the guitar, but it was good. I, I wanted more. I, I feel like I've been, I mean, when you start out with a wet fart in your first lyric, I mean, that's, that, 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 that's, well, wait, why that is this happening to me? Facebook has a mind of it's fuck Facebook. Damn it. Yes. Yeah. So congratulations. I, we just got binged. Yep. And I will tell you right now, uh, Dan, I actually wrote a version of Last Christmas myself. Mine was mine was two paragraphs and, or two choruses. And you are all so lucky that I just never found time to do that one as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I, that's really what I'm thankful for this Christmas season. Don't worry. I'm going to hang on to it till next year. I've, I've got you. So what do we, okay, that now we have, we got two left and then maybe one more bill to, to, uh, and he, Bill posted one today. He just cranking them out. <laughs> so, uh, we got one more left. So I'm going to share you, my wait, screen. Do you think that when Bill is just at home in general, like his wife just has to listen to these songs over and over and over? I think Bill, he's doing them in, in. The, I think he's doing them in the middle of the night when he can't sleep. <laughs> Um, neither could his wife because he's in the living room he's in singing. the living room singing um so all right here we go we have uh i'm gonna do bernie and then we're gonna do john jurgavan uh where is bernie's uh here we go here we go uh bernie baron with oh and this this one's a little long but yeah that's okay all of it. Hey, chingy dee ching, woo woo, woo woo, that's Clark the Cubs mascot. Chingy dee ching, woo woo, woo woo, the Chicago Cubs mascot. La la la, la 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 la. la. You have no la, idea. I'm not listening to this. Bernie was at Cubs caroling. She can claim Correa. Yeah. The richest guy, the little friend, his name is Clark. The big furry mascot, you always see him in the park. When fans visit the park, they know what he will be because he does not wear pants, and that is obviously. Hey, it's the I had no idea what song she was singing. I just loved it, and then apparently this is the. Is he Italian? No Italian. Italian Italian. Italian Christmas. Dominic the Donkey. Yeah, Dominic Clark the Donkey. The shoes on his feet that make him dance. That's because he doesn't wear any freaking pants. <laughs> That's straight up shy party amp right there. He doesn't wear any freaking pants. That's okay pants. because Clark is just a big kid. Hey, chingy ching. Woo 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 woo. It's Clark, Clark the, the Cubs, Cubs mascot. Chingy ching. Woo 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 woo. The Chicago Cubs mascot. La la la. La 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 di da di da. There's the Ronnie Woo Woo Bobble The unofficial mascot. Ricketts wouldn't give Woo Woo a legit shot. Clark the Cub became the mascot. It's true. On the 13th day of January, the official debut. Hey, chingity ching. There's freaking some history there for you. I know. Chingity ching. I love that Ronnie Woo Woo was all in this too. Like, la, 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 la. right. He never got a legit shot. He didn't. 
la 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 la. They were hoping they'd let him sing the stretch and he'd go away. Oh gosh. He's going to live longer than Joe Ricketts. <laughs> now, you know, I, I got to hear Bernie sing because she did come to Cubs caroling, so I know she's a good singer. I'm impressed with the ability to ever find a rhyme for mascot. That's not easy. So she, she was able to pull that off. Yeah. Uh, good quality stuff there. Yeah, yes. Clark the Cub mascot is is like you give that to somebody and you're like, okay, write song lyrics to that, and it's just frightening. For whatever reason, Facebook has a mind of its own. I'm sorry, I don't know if you can hear that right now, but John Pink just says Woo Woo didn't wear pants in the August of '78. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, you want to drop some more history? <laughs> 70, 78's when they started requiring pants at Wrigley. It was it was hot, you know. We like to let it fly. So, uh, no, that was a, a very strong entry. Uh, here's another strong entry, and I got to reshare this page because every single time it's like Facebook is just like, you're broadcasting us, and they're like not letting me do it anymore. So, um here we're gonna try the I think this is the last entry besides maybe one more bill. Um this one comes from John Jurgavan. This was an early entry into the contest. Like it came right around Thanksgiving time, right? When because I think I, I started the contest oh, the yeah. day after Thanksgiving. So um I he, love the camera work in this one. Oh yeah, the camera, the editing, everything. He put in a lot of work. This is also another longer one. Maybe we don't listen to the whole thing, but um uh, it's John's, and he prefaced it saying, here is my Cubs Miss Carol parody. I wasn't drunk or high when making it, but if you want to just go ahead and imagine that I was drunk or high, it will something. Um, and that's <laughs> I'm, just I'm like sure. where the preview ends. It so will. Is Cubs Miss. And who it will make more sense. Signed? Another year over. And a new one much maligned. And so this is Cubs Miss. Oh, man. I hope you had fun. He dropped it down. Sometimes that's a good move. Oh, dude, you got to. I saw Robert Plant, and he did a lot of that shit, and he pulled it off. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. Look at the one middle bottom. Yeah, middle bottom. He's just so upset. You know, and, and I believe with this song, he is trying to bring peace to all of Wrigleyville. Oberice beer? Is that what he said? Core is over. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh. So happy It's a tough key. It's a tough chord change there. Harvey Byers. And I'm taking a look at his fridge too. You know what I mean? It's just got that homey feel. It's his kitchen. Well, he did it from his car last year, you remember. <laughs> 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 
Ooh, there's a prayer right in the middle top. Ober, Ober, Ober Spear, the official beer of Chicago Cubs. First, the official craft crew of the Cubs. I'm sorry. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta parse that out. Now. Bernie Barron says, tough act to follow, but actually, he followed her. Well, I think she means in her. She's the tough act to follow. Like, you know. Yeah, oh, so she's talking trash, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm a tough act to follow. Exactly. Suck it, John. (laughs) Bernie says, I saw his first, and I was like, wow. Bill says, I love how he did this. And let me explain for the podcast listeners. It's one of those box videos where you have multiple screens going at once. He happens to have seven, one main person singing the lead part, and then six 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 choruses. Which one do you think Yoko is? Bottom middle. (laughs) Bottom middle. Bottom middle. She just left. (laughs) She just left. Uh, Bernie says uh, she used Jod as a template. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. John, John's making the case for himself. Self, he says none of y'all look like Santa. That's John Vasty. By the way, half the people that entered this contest are named John. Uh, we got <laughs> just saying uh, John Pickus, John Vasky, and John Jurgavan. Uh, we got three Johns. And uh, after watching all those, I'm going to have to go to the John very soon. Oh, sorry. See, it, it keeps trying to play this other band called uh, Love of Lesbian, which. Uh, uh, I, you know, hey, man, no one's judging what the algorithm well, says about you, Danny. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I just think we need to reach out to them and see if they'll submit next year. Well, no, the reason it, it, it it's a long story and it's so boring. But my friend, John, who I moved to New York with another John, he had a. Uh, a thing called love of lesbian. That was like one of his albums, but he named it after a band that is from South America somewhere also called love of lesbian. And now I get, I thought that was John boy. So I like their stuff. And anyway, i now I get all their, their things. So I, one more bill Sugis, and then we got to pick a winner. I think, um, let me find, okay. This is the one that he posted today. Um, I'm going to share my screen yet. Once again, hopefully it's not love of, love of lesbian again uh let's see here we go and bill's last entry the defending champion with another submission for the cubs god the shit talking is so good christmas song parody challenge this final entry i think next year the shit counting the shit talking should count more (laughs) count his points yeah, we need a point system because usually it's just us deciding at the Cubs end. Cubs on marquee DVR pause. Fans are booing. No applause. Minor league lineup. We're all chumps. Advanced tech computers. All core dump. Ho, ho, ho. Why should we go? Ho, ho, ho. Why oh. We go out to the bleachers to make cup snakes. Nobody on this team can rake. 
First comes the pitching. I can see this being sung in the park. 85 MPH, no charms. Give me some Xanax before the third takes the edge off watching this turd. Oh, 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 why should we go? Oh, oh, oh. Very clever with the lyrics. Go? Oh, and that, that bell came from Club 400. Uh, the Patrick made those for everybody to wear. Next comes the batters, JFC. Another K called strike three. More runners stranded, no reaching home. I wonder if Bill has like a rhyming dictionary next to him when, when he's ho, just kind of. Ain't no shame in that game. No. I'm just saying it's, it's a lot of good rhymes. Tools of the, the trade. To make cup snakes. Nobody on this team can rake. Look, I, I like the bell action there, but uh, uh, Dan Nielsen with the guitar is still better. I mean, it, you have right, to give him well, props for using an instrument. But. Well, this, this is the moment of truth. We got some people in the audience out there. We, uh, you know, we've seen everything. I mean, ultimately, we just kind of decided who wins. Only people watching right now submitted to this thing. Yeah, it's John Pink. It's John Baskey. Like it's what I read in the marketing one on one book. You got to have contest. <laughs> Everybody will tune in. They'll tell their family. I'm going to be on TV tonight. Um. So uh, uh, we got here's here's the contestants right now. We got uh, Dan Nielsen with last season, short and sweet. John Pinkus with his homey version of Away in a Lockout. We got Bill Suggis with all the other songs. We got John. <laughs> we got John Baskey with Ricketts really hate the Cub fans. Uh, we got Bernie Barron with Clark the Cubs mascot, John Jurgaman and So This Is Cubs Miss, and then <laughs> Michael Cotton with Feliz Contreras. <laughs> yes, so I want to. I want to see. And Bill Sugis is the reigning winner. So Bill writes in. Uh, I got to go with Jurgaman for the win. Oh, he likes Jurgaman. Okay, let's let's get let's get some votes here. And then we're uh, going to vote, and we're going to see John what Pinkus the numbers says, are. says John J., John Jurgavan for the, the win. Uh, you know, I, I Artie mean, says Bernie. I'm I'm sitting here thinking uh, – Artie says Bernie. Okay, uh, so we got uh, Artie says bo- vote Bernie, and that's kind of where I'm at. I'm either like a, a Jurgo man or I'm on Team Bernie, or you got to go with the reigning champion, Bill, just for just the you know sheer volume of – of material that yeah. he's put Todd, out. Todd goes John Jurgavan. There's I'm, I'm gonna sit there and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say from the moment I saw it, I was impressed with John Jurgavan. As Vasky as, says Bernie. We're kind of a split vote. And I'm a and and I'm a Bernie. So when so I heard John Jurgavan and and saw the video, the singing was actually really, really good. Bernie uh, says Jurgo because she can't vote for herself. I, I, Bad I taste. Think the whole core is over instead of war is over is absolutely brilliant. The different faces with different reactions, everything about Jurgovich's was super. Jurgovich's. Damn it. Mo, he Jurgovich. said too much more. Jurgovich. I'm going Jurgovich. How's that? I'll go Jurgovich. Well, um, I mean, we might have a tie here. I mean, yeah, do we have a tie? I know there's no very, ties in baseball. Do we flip a coin? This is very what close. If, hold, hold on, let's let's let me let me count them up here. Well, there's not uh, it's not a vote thing. It's it really is us. Let, I let, mean, let, but let me ask a question. What what if we were to put it like a Twitter poll or something? 
Well, no, I mean the people watching are yeah. voting. Now we 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 need it. We need a winner now. We need a winner tonight. This is like uh, this we is got Florida thousand. We're not counting any hanging chads here. Um, we're either yeah, we picking a winner one, or we're declaring a tie. Two, three. A lot of people saying Jergavan. I yeah, you let know, me just tell you this. Well, I, I, you know what? I think Jergavan comes out. I think Crawley's was the last vote, and I think that put him ahead. Oh, and Facebook user. Bernie Bernie says extra innings. (laughs) (laughs) You have 24 hours to create one more hilarious parody. You need to get on. We're going to send you a link. You come in. You got to sing a new song right now. I'm going to send you lyrics all jumbled up, and you got to assemble them (laughs) in two hours. Like I said, core is over is no better way to describe the 2021 season. Yeah. Okay. Well, I do believe uh, I do believe Jergo has has pulled yeah. it out there at the yeah. end, John Jergovan. But I did want to say this tonight. So, John Jergovan, you are the winner. Congratulations! You've won the 2021 Cubs Miss Ranter Parody Contest, and everybody that entered is going to get sent something. So, I'm going to contact you within the next month. I got. Uh, I, I just kind of cleaned out all my closets here, and I was like, oh, I should send this out. I should send this out. I got plenty of stuff that I could send everybody. Everybody's going to get something, even if it's small. But John Jergovan gets the Ronnie Woo Woo talking bobblehead. Congratulations, John. Um, yeah, it now- was – that was good. Scissors. Why does Bernie say scissors? Rock, Don't paper, hurt scissors. yourself, Bernie. You say it rock, was- paper, scissors. Oh. <laughs> yeah, everybody's gonna get, but everybody's gonna get something, and I, I'm gonna send Bernie something a little bit, uh, something special because yeah, that was close. I would have declared it Bernie won no the show. Me. Bernie won us three, yeah. but Jergo won the overall vote for sure. Yeah. So uh, I want to uh, say that I have a little reveal here, and that uh, the secret, my Danny, secret I thought we talked about this. You cannot <laughs> do that kind of stuff I'm a on man. live. <laughs> he him so uh no i have a <laughs> I, I i'm gonna put that as my uh by life no but uh i have a, a secret my secret ranter this year uh i've sent them a present already they have already gotten it and there's something else coming in the mail and it's lyrics to this following song which i owed them from last year's john baker day Okay, so I I owed them a song. I never delivered on it. I still owe one more person a song because they uh, gave money to Lost Boys in the name of, uh, you know, me doing the songs. I just ran out of time and uh, didn't do it. But now I did it. So uh, and I'm killing two birds with one stone here. Here is a Carrie Meyer Christmas because she was my secret Santa and I owed her a song. So here it comes. Uh, It's real quick. So check it out. Have a Carrie Meyer Christmas, give a lot to charity. Buy Rodin and Fields from her and root for the Cubbies. Have a Carrie Meyer Christmas, go work in oncology. Marry a cool guy named Josh and live in Kentucky. Jonah and Alana have a great mommy. 
face for their school of rock and their college degree. Have a Carrie Meyer Christmas, catch a Cubs game, have a beer. Be a survivor, have a Carrie Meyer Christmas this year. Oh, that was that was excellent to one of my most favorite Christmas songs. I love Holly Jolly Christmas. So sung by you, Burl Ives, Eastern Illinois yeah. University graduate. Oh yeah, Burl Ives, baby. Loved it. So and my secret ranter gift is right here. And I assume this is it. It came, it was addressed to me. And <laughs> watch, it's just like certified mail being like, you've you've not uh answered our jury summons for it's three from- years and you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> they got they it's got you through the elfster. Yeah. <laughs> cease and desist from my ex-wife uh, <laughs> certified mail no I, I assume this is it so I'm going to open it live on air I've got my uh, see, podcast listeners you can hear the uh, cardboard so um, this uh, looks like it <gasps> oh my sportsmemorabilia.com ladies and gentlemen I am now the proud owner of a Marla Collins Autographed eight by ten color glossy photograph. Oh my and it goodness! Says, Love Marla Collins on that leg of hers. What, what is that on her leg, though? Is that poo birthmark. or a, no, a, it's a birthmark? I didn't see that when I was a kid. I mean, that's what happens when you didn't have high def TV. Like, and that's, I, that's, you I never knew she had a birthmark on her thigh. But uh, thank you, uh, secret, secret Ranter, whoever you are. It's going to wow. go great next. This is going to go perfectly right next to the Lee Elia you got me, Crawley. Ah, uh, good old Lee. Yeah, Lee and Marla, though, that, that same era. But thank you, uh, Secret Ranter, for this wonderful, wonderful gift. Um, man, I'm excited. All right, what do we got now? Um, I didn't see that as one of my options, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't it wasn't an option. You had to ask for you have to ask for what you want, Michael in life, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, uh this is our last uh regular uh show of the year. Uh we'll do a green room next week to fulfill our contractual obligations, but we're going to take the next week off uh and then we'll be back with the end of the new year. Um and uh, also, like, I don't know what's going on with the unconventional. They had a lot of turnover at G-Man. I know people, I don't know if anybody's really wondering what's going on. You know, COVID's hitting hard. The uh, everything, you know, everything's going on. I know for a fact that at Nisei Lounge, they're planning on doing something on the regular Cubs convention weekend, which would be Martin Luther King Day weekend. So I'm thinking that at least on that Saturday, even if it's just like not an official kind of like we're going to do a bunch of shit. Maybe think about coming into the city that weekend and hanging out at Nisei Lounge. I think that's the weekend of the 15th, right? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to be going down to Hoopston, which is three hours south of here. It is uh, – they're having Frank the Tank and uh, Pedro Strope signing, and then Club 400 is having their Cubs convention that night as well. That's on the <laughs> – fr- That's your you okay? Good God. That Santa boat's finally getting to him. <laughs> For anybody on a podcast, I swear to God, Crawley just got that last sentence out while holding back vomit. 
<laughs> I've eaten a lot of Christmas cookies and I've had a lot of Club yeah. 400 beers. Yeah, well, I've, I've done a thousand Sun Ranto shows and I guarantee I've held back a lot of bodily fluids while doing this sucker. <laughs> this one, this is not a first true. on the Sun Ranto show. Um, and anyway, so that, that weekend of the fit, but I know Frank the Tank's going to be at Club 400 on the Friday. On the Saturday, am I wrong about that? Maybe. I thought it was Saturday. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. If but so, anyway. man, then I'm going to have Frank the Tank give me a ride to Hoopston. <laughs> what, what, what is Hoopston? Might as, might as well park. It's like by Hoopston has to be in Indiana, right? Only Indiana would it's name a fucking town it's, it's, Hoopston. No, it's it's about uh, it's about five miles north of Champaign-Urbana, so it's like a three-hour drive from Chicago. Dude. All right. All right. Cool. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna literally go down with Frank the Tank. Like we're gonna do this together. If we're gonna go, if it's a Friday night, and we got to be up early Saturday. Well, dude, I'll drive you in the Kia. Man, that's a long haul, dude. We should all go down. <laughs> we'll go down with Frank the Tank. We'll sing him songs the whole time. Once we sing, once we sing for Frank the Tank, because he's definitely ride with us. If you guys get Frank the Tank to take a ride with you to fucking hoops, hoops we need we need hoops to ride down. a tank. Oh my God! That's we gotta go in a tank like stripe style. All of that has to be filmed. <laughs> nope, no cameras. <laughs> you gotta be not a camera in sight. Not not for the cops when they pull us over in the tank. Nothing. So- <laughs> <laughs> in the tank, because Frank Strindell drives around an actual tank. Probably walking the I line assume. on the side of the road. He fucking he got a bonus this year and he bought a tank. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm making Major League Money finally. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking already broke after one season. So I got uh, two more Cubs Miss songs for you. Well, first of all, I want to say Spagog, but I, I got one from the, the Bleacher Bum Band. Uh, I made this today from us. This is a, a, a Cubs Miss Carol from the Bleacher Bum Band. We've got a new Patreon campaign. If I'm going to ask for anything for Cubs Miss this year, it's that you support the Bleacher Bum Band on our Patreon, uh, even if it's like at a dollar level, two dollars, whatever it could be per month. It's it, you know, uh, here's the thing: it costs like five hundred bucks a month for a room to practice in. So uh, we we need help with that. Yeah, and what, what are you guys doing? You because you're screwing around with my announcement. No, <laughs> <laughs> what'd you just put up? I uh, John Pinkus wrote. Uh, last year, Frank would have been driving Crawley in a lift. <laughs> it's true. And if you don't want the Bleacher Bump Band to be driving <laughs> lifts to pay for a rehearsal space, uh, why don't you help support us so we can have the most precious thing an artist can have, which is a space to do your shit where you need to do it and the time to do it. That is all we need. We need space and time. I got a guitar. I got everything. You know, we need a you space. You just asked for two time. of the Infinity Stones, Danny. A what? Yeah, Danny doesn't understand. No. I have no idea what we're talking about. But here is a Christmas Cubs carol gift from the Bleacher Bum Band uh, that I made today. Bleacher bum 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 b
So that yeah, was yeah. Solid, man. That was good. And it was Excellent. good seeing all the guys seeing, uh, obviously I get to see you all the time, but seeing, uh, 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 Jarrett, Bryce Sirius, and uh, Bleacher Jeff, and Southside Mikey. Great performance. Little, little shade there for Southside Mikey putting him sideways. Well, no, the motherfucker <laughs> filmed in portrait. You know, like, you know, goddamn Sox fans with his goddamn flip phone. He's got like a Motorola Razor, and he's like propping it up on, I don't know, his, his, his uh, set of encyclopedias that he still has. <laughs> He refuses to use Google. Everything he knows is from 1987 when he bought those things, when his mom bought them. Anyway, (laughs) I kid the Sox fans. I kid them. Uh, So, uh, no, but uh, Southside Mikey said it in, in, uh, yeah, in portrait mode. Everybody else said that's why he's sideways in the video. Um, And by the way, that is only, I've only released that on the Bleacher Bum Band Patreon page. And tonight on the show. So you either have to be watching now or uh, on the Bleacher Bum Band Patreon to see special content. Here's our plan to write a bunch of awesome Cubs songs for the next year, play a bunch of after game gigs at G-Man Tavern and have an awesome year rocking out and throwing big parties for you guys. So if you guys like that kind of thing, support it. Um, anyway, that's the show. So I guess uh, I'm going to take us out with a little sp- – well, actually, it's not the show because we're going to go afterwards on Green Room. I don't know. Carl, you got family obligations. Got you got, yeah, you got to roll. But we're going to go, me and Michael. Michael's yep. like, uh, I we'll be there. Say, I was going to roll. <laughs> no. I'll be there. All right. We're going to I go got nothing better to do. On the Green Room app. So download it, the Spotify Green Room app. Follow Sunranto Show. This uh, will not be the last uh, Spotify show because we're going to do one next week. We'll announce that on the Ranchers page. So follow us on there. And um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Thank you for a wonderful year, uh, even though it sucked ass. I had a good time with you, Crawley, and you, Michael. I had a fucking blast on this show, even though it was one of the worst. It might have been the worst Cub season in my entire lifetime. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to put it to bed onward and upward. And I'm I'm feeling good about things now. All right. Well, I'm, I'm ending with the Merry Christmas backward. Sam Turk Irum. Sam Turk Irum. <laughs> I'm just going to say dog. Me too. I'll, I'll go Spam Turk Mavers. Cubs could really use a guy.
Sign him. Sign him. Wilder versus Fury, Mayweather versus Pacquiao, electric personalities that produced big fights and even bigger betting opportunities. This Saturday, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley will be no different. So don't miss out on the action. Bet the fight with my bookie. My bookie has the best odds and props bets for Paul Woodley. And you can start by doubling your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000 using promo code SPORTSDRINK. That's double your deposit to double your funds and double the excitement for Paul Woodley at my bookie. As much as we'd all love to see Jake Paul eat canvas, he's looked strong in previous matchups. And with Woodley taking this fight on short notice, all the odds are in Paul's favor. Back the problem child to win this rematch, as he's sure to be the favorite. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 by using promo code SPORTSDRINK. Head to MyBookie today, place your bets, fill your pockets, and watch this grudge match get settled with Paul versus Woodley. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by Symbol. Symbol is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. And we thank them for sponsoring the Sunranto Show. The Sunranto Show is also brought to you by the Spotify Greenroom app. The second half of the show, which you're about to hear, was recorded on the Spotify Greenroom app. It is an app that you download for free at the iOS App Store or the Android Store. You create a profile, you link your Twitter, you join a league. Uh, you follow us at Sunranto Show to be notified when the room goes live. And uh, then when we go live, you can join in the conversation. So it's kind of like a radio call-in show, uh, except you're using an application on your phone that you can download. So you can talk to me, other fans, athletes, insiders in real time. You get in on the conversation and uh, you can listen to lots of different things. There's all sorts of uh, leagues and concepts and uh, radio shows that are going live on the Spotify Greenroom app. You don't want to miss it. So check it out uh, and uh, download it today. And we thank them for sponsoring the Sun Ranto Show, which you need to follow on the Spotify Greenroom app. Sun Ranto Show. Here's our conversation. There the people are. Got Jack in here, John, 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 and John. Uh, Robert Sanchez, by the way, happy birthday, Robert Sanchez. I saw your birthday on the uh, Rancher calendar today. Is it, wait, actually, maybe it's you're a different day. You're actually tomorrow because you actually share a birthday with Sonny Cirrus. Robert Sanchez would like to speak. I have invited you to speak. Hey, Robert, you're in. Happy birthday. Robert, unmute yourself and you could talk. Oh, there we go. Hey, I, I yep. figured it out. There you are. Yes, my birthday is actually tomorrow. Well, happy Now, what was it like being a Christmas baby? Did you have to get double presents or did like people actually double up on the presents? Never. Or are you Jewish? I am not Jewish. <laughs> There aren't very many Mexican Jews, to my knowledge. 
There's like like forty or fifty. <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, they're they're really. I mean, Mexico City. I mean, oh, there's I like twenty five million people that live there. There have to be there a have huge. To be a few. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, there, there, there's if there's ever been a diaspora of people, it's 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 them. And uh, the, so, anyway, happy birthday uh, tomorrow. But what was it like? Did they did they double up? Was that annoying? Uh, not really. The, your closest relatives, you know, got you double presents, but for the most part, it was combination. Yeah. Oh, brutal, dude. Yeah. Exactly. And nobody cares either. Did did, did yeah? Did, did you ever think about doing like your birthday in the summer and just being like, "This is my actual birthday party," or, the, like or your the half, half birthday, half birthday thing? Yeah, it's crossed my mind, but once you get our age, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> once you get our age, it's lucky to get a fucking present anytime. You're lucky exactly. to get a fucking birthday. Once exactly. you get our, age, you're lucky to <laughs> fucking hour. wake up in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right, Santa. Hi, you just heard you just heard John Vasky talk. John, strong showing once again. I, I got to tell you to your face now. If you ever wanted to learn how to sing, I think you could really be a good singer. Like, if you ever were like, you know what? There's a troupe in town that I want to be in the musical. Like, you have a a nice instrument. You know, I don't know if you've got an ear and stuff. You know, but. Or you would like to do that kind of thing, but you'd be great. It's funny. I used to do that shit for years and years. Well, you can tell. Yeah. Oh, he was a singer. So, Danny, why aren't you offering me to know? I mean, clearly I'm doing Yeah, you're fucking tone deaf, Michael. Yeah, you sound like (laughs) there's no hope for you at all. And, uh, you know, I mean, you can't, you don't have an instrument. You don't have an ear. Like, it's just, it's just off. Now, I would be interested, though to try to teach you because I've, I've done that before. Like I've had to work with a lot of kids that don't aren't good at any of it, but they want, except for they have the will to want to try. And I have definitely seen improvement with a lot of people. So anyway, I want to, I want to get off this subject. So what you're saying is there's a chance. No, no, you've got no chance, (laughs) but, but I love like, for example, and I don't want to get too off the rails with this, um, but, you know, Kurt Vile, the uh, Three Penny Opera composer, and uh, he used to work with Bert, Bertolt Brecht, oh, yeah. who is a famous uh, German uh, playwright. And they yeah. loved to cast uh, terrible singers in their operas because they felt like it was more real and that they would deliver the lines like an actor in a way that was not um, – clouded by listen to me my voice is so wonderful <laughs> you know which so there's a you know there's a i've always loved the aesthetic of non-singers singing loud and proud but that's a bold strategy cotton <laughs> let's see how it works out <laughs> by the way robert happy birthday but yes happy birthday robert uh, you're only one day from being confused with our Lord and Savior, Jeebus. Yeah. Old Cubs Jeebus. <laughs> Old Cubs Jeebus. So, uh, Robert, what else do you have to say? You you wanted to pop in here real good. Do you, you have uh, any other thoughts? Since it's your birthday, we'll give you the floor. <laughs> um, 
nothing too profound. I can't really say anything, but I did want to wish everybody a happy Merry Christmas tomorrow. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a different one. I, I will say this. I, I'm a little annoyed this Christmas season. And, you know, in, in, in the past... You know, you've got all the Christmases that lead up that lead up to this Christmas. Last Christmas was totally fucked and we were all like on guard and on edge and everything. But this year, everybody like snapped into like, let's do what we did like the 83 Christmases before. Just go nuts and run around. And I was just like, ah, you know, like I thought we would have learned something and we did it. You know, it's just like it it, it feels like so it like it's like an overdrive Christmas. Like everybody's trying to make it. Uh, yeah. a great situation you're, you're definitely not wrong there i got a question for mike how's your wife hanging up, hanging on through all this still oh so yeah uh, so if people don't understand my wife is a uh, pharmacist and and mr cub druggist is a drug dealer and so they like to talk <laughs> no uh yeah she's doing good um she has actually taken a job at the Veterans Administration. So oh, really? her life has gotten a million times. Oh, I bet. Yeah, so so that's been great for her. Um, you know, she's now there working with the VA, and she doesn't have to deal with just the general public. And honestly, old veterans are – Seriously, they're all about, they know that they have to wait for shit and they don't get all pissy about stuff. So, well, that's good for her. I mean, that, that, well, both of you really just to get out of the retail racket, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I know it's, I know it's been tough for you guys. And, um, you know, it's just, it, it's crazy what they're doing right now, just with, all the different cuts and stuff when they need to just be adding people left and right. I was looking, yep. I, I went to uh, like seven different pharmacies today looking for a uh, over-the-counter COVID test, which of course are all sold out in Chicago. And every pharmacy I went to, except for the one that I actually found a COVID test at, uh, like not very trustworthy one, I might add, but uh, every single pharmacy had giant signs hanging up saying, we have no COVID test. Get the fuck out of our faces. And that's, I thought that was a, <laughs> do you have one of those, Robert? Much it. Yes, exactly correct. <laughs> uh, did you have to write the sign? Is that part of the retail schlep of it? Exactly. Yeah. I don't have one of those signs yet. I probably will have, I've been actually been on vacation all week, so. But oh, yeah. good for you. Right. Well, that's actually a plus of having a job like that is you get vacations. Like, you know, in, in my line of work, they don't, you're never off. Like, honestly, we don't, we have no paid vacation where you're just like, I'm on the clock, but I'm just hanging at the beach. Like, it doesn't exist in my line of work. Like, it, it only in the uh, actors union that can you like take a week off when you're like doing a Broadway show or something, but everything else is not like that. Yeah, only when Danny is at the, you know, every Cubs game. So no, only in the afternoons. That's work. That is, <laughs> that's, no, that's when I'm at work. Exactly. <laughs> I, I agree. Going to that many Cubs games. So this might be a topic to talk about here a little bit because a lot of people probably don't realize what it's like to go to as many Cubs games as you do. I've been to three or four in a row. 
and it's hard on the body, honestly. And oh yeah. So you know, I wonder how you and uh, you and uh, you know Bleacher Jeff and the guys, my tie guy, like how do you get through? A fucking season. Like, Jesus. Well, I'll say this much. Like, I hit it perfect. And you know this because you were there. 2000, uh, I I started going to all the games in, like, 2013. 13, terrible, but a hell of a lot of fun. Make a Twitter account. 14, 15, starting to build it up. 15 was a hell of a lot of fun, but people weren't uh, really. I went for $10 every day. I knew about by that point, I had known a bunch of people and then like just kept parlaying that. So when I went to a hunt by the peak number of games, it was 2016. And then after that, I was like, you know, you don't have to go to as many, but still like 40 is a lot. But last year was probably my least amount. Um, and I went more. Well, first of all, it was closed down for the first half of it. But also, it's just like, right. you know, it, 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 it's an ebb and flow thing for me and for Crawley, too. Like, he went less last year, too. You know, like, it's, you know, it, it's it's kind of a – I felt like we hit the, the peak at 16. And, like, the, I don't know if we've hit rock bottom. And they're trying not to hit rock bottom. They're going to try to make rock bottom Blue Friday. But, uh, you know, it's just like, I mean, going to that many games, I don't know what to say. It's just like that seems like, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, and I know I'm just kind of sound like I'm dancing around here because I am. It's like going to that many games is like a mania. It is a kind of a sickness or an addiction that lives in the addiction part of your brain that says, this is the thing I'm doing now. And I'm, and if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it all out. And so now that, you know, so like removed from like 16, like five years, six years, where it's kind of been a split steady down point of that sort of addiction, like it, it, it enters a different phase. Like I was not a casual fan. I'm, I'm still not a casual fan. I'm just redefining my casual I'm redefining my fandom, uh, but, you know, back then it was just like there was a certain energy that took you along to go to that many games. Yeah, I've said too much. I mean, <laughs> because like like I said, it, it, it can be tough, like going going every single day because it's it is a job, right? Like it, it becomes almost like a job. You're in the hot sun. You're you're, you know. It's not super comfortable in the bleachers <laughs> or anywhere. Well, I, for, well, for that I, if you're going every day. I love the bleachers, but I only sat out there later only because I love, I, like, I would choose to sit in the bleachers for the most part. But the tickets I was getting were in the terrace reserved, but good terrace reserved seats, not pole seats. So uh, that's who was coming, who was giving me the season ticket stuff. Uh, but the the bleachers only come about as a kid and as a uh, getting um, screenshots and ticket passbacks. Well, uh, yeah. So I, I I don't know if I'm giving information that anybody cares about. <laughs> like I'm just. I'm I'm just blabbering like like I don't know like I feel like we did a show now we're at the after thing and I'm talking about the stupid bleachers and the past and the future and like I'm drinking 
pink champagne and it's Robert's birthday and somebody saved me from this uh, radio death. John, what do you got? <laughs> champagne, feeling no pain till early morning. Thank you, John. See, what a beautiful voice. Like, John, if I ever finally write the musical that I want to write, you're definitely cast in it. Would you come to Chicago and be in it? Absolutely. I'm in. Okay. No, long hours, no you pay. You still Santa in? Claus in your hey, story of my fucking life, pal. Dude, that'd be hilarious if, like, John, we cast him as Santa Claus. Like, I will just write a Santa Claus into everything I ever write from now on just so John, John can come in. And, like, no matter the situation, like, it's, like, taking place in ancient Egypt, and all of a sudden Santa shows up at the end. It's John with this cameo. You just come in. We pay you union rate. That's I'm in. The dream. I'm in. Whatever you want to do, I'm in. Have you ever played Santa Claus, John? Yeah. Yeah. With that beer, friends of mine not, that are in a motorcycle, they have a motorcycle club down here in Oklahoma City, and I do their for their Christmas party every year. So, did you already do it? Yeah, yeah, a couple uh, last week. All right, there, okay, there's so, got to be so pictures. Santa Claus for a motorcycle club. Yeah, yeah, I got does Santa wear like red leathers? <laughs> Yeah, I actually yeah, what, what, pictures for some people like this weekend, and uh, the the families had COVID breakouts, so they all had to cancel. Oh shit! Well, it's, it's shocking nobody. But here's the here's the thing is is like, <laughs> but like, what happens at these? You play Santa at a biker gang thing. So like, are you telling me that like all these bikers come and like? Club, Danny. Club, Club. yeah, Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> they, but they, do they sit on your lap and stuff? These yeah, guys. Absolutely. Well, what's, what it is is uh, this. This one of those parties. Uh, I've been to those in New York. Those are a lot of fun. They are active and retired firefighters. And oh, um, I bet I'm a retired firefighter, and I know most. Okay. Of them. And um, so I go there, and you know they bring their kids and grandkids and. I'm Santa, and they sit on my lap. We take pictures, and I hand them all. Oh, the presents. kids! I was asking if the bikers sat on your lap. Yeah, the bikers do too, because I grew up. With oh, most all right. Them. So yeah, <laughs> I got pictures. Though. I'll I'll post them later, so I'll show them to you. <laughs> oh hell yeah! I got to see nice. you with it now. Do you own your own suit, or do you rent every year? I got one. Yeah, I got one over in the, in the other part of the house there. That hat that I wear all the time—that's part of it. <laughs> So we got a couple other people in this room right now. Um, I Love Cheese just came in and Artie, but I don't know who I Love Cheese is. So, uh, but Artie has seniority. Um, they both, but they both have. Yeah, I have a fucking All right. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> see, this is the kind of mania I'm here for. I Love Cheese, unmute yourself and make yourself known. Yes. Yes. Is that all you got? Come on. That's the mode you'll say to me. Yeah, come come again. Like, do you want the two portion of the egg fried rice? Oh, it's, is it that guy that does the accents again? Remember him? No, not really. Mm. I'm I'm just some British kid who likes to do accents. Well, you, you, well, well that's not an accent. Well, if you're and... If you're a British kid doing accents, you sound British. So can you do a different accent? 
He was just doing German. Uh, yeah, do German. I I can't. Um, <laughs> French. Scottish. Come on, do something. Baguette. 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 <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. I understood that he said baguette. Um, yeah. Anything else? Scottish. How about Scottish? Uh, it on, is that guy. I got an idea here, Danny. It's a, it's a, uh, you know, we're going to see who has the best accent, an accent off. Artie, <laughs> it's your turn. Artie, let's Artie, see, let's see your yourself. best accent. Give us your best accent, and then I love cheese. We'll have to match it. Well, I don't know if I've got any accent, but I can speak German. I can say "Ich spreche oh, no. nicht Deutsch." So, well, he he, no. he said that in an American <laughs> accent. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ich bin Ausländer und spreche nicht Deutsch. Yeah, well, you sound oh, like you're from. <laughs> oh, he nailed it! I love cheese. Just nailed the German with the American accent. No, no, that was Artie. What? I mean, I mean, outside no, the credit. I, no, I thought, I thought, I love cheese. Topped him on that. I okay, love cheese. Artie, come back in here. Let, it, let's hear this. I love. No, I want to hear. I love cheese accent. Already went. Oh, I'm trying to think. Cool. Now um, you have to speak in German, but it has to be in American. No, he was doing it. He was doing. It. I, I, I can't speak German in an American accent. <laughs> but no, you can. All right, I can speak in the Indian. I, I, I mean, I can speak in an Indian accent if you want me to. Oh, all right, all right. That's uh, that was these. That was kind of like a bad apu, though. You know what I mean? Thank you, Artie, Yeah, you that, exactly. That was a bad apu. Artie, give me, give me your WWE accent. Awkward silence. <laughs> well, yeah. let me tell you something, yeah. brother. I'm gonna start climbing the <laughs> Mount Hull. Mount Vesuvius and just blow everything away. <laughs> there we go. There's Does anybody else accent. have accents? Who wants to uh, who wants to enter the accent contest? Oh shit! Bernie so has down there. I'll whoop everybody's ass. I'm telling you right now. All right. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's your natural <laughs> voice. That's just like you well, know. It kind of is, but not really. But you know. Yeah, you just like drawled it up. But how about but how about uh, if we gave you an assignment? Could you do, um, I don't know what what should we say? Uh, an an Irish accent. Uh, yeah, can you do an Irish accent? Not really well. <laughs> I know, but that's what we're here I for. Wish we, that we, was we, your try. We just want to hear you try. <laughs> uh, uh, it, there's no prize. I'll get. I'll think about it for a minute. Oh yeah, figure out. Oh, frosted lucky charms, the magically delicious. I'll get you into it. This is fucking. Aaron goes. You tried to make fun of me. I love cheese. I love cheese. Could do it. Uh, Robert Sanchez, do you have any accents? Mate, I'll knock you out. I'll scrap you outside. Not at all. I love when the ladies kiss my burning stone. Artie, you came in here to talk about something. Yeah, yeah. Artie, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, with uh, John's uh, uh, cameos as Santa, that could be like our version of the uh, Stan Lee in the Marvel movies. Oh, yeah, there you go. (laughs) He just shows up every so often. Ho, 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 motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) We... 
Mate, you've got to watch your language. It's not very twice as old friendly. as you are, so piss off. Can you please watch? <laughs> Who's uh, she loving? She loving. Come on in. Join the chaos. She loving this cock. Oh. She loving. Uh, who are you? Identify yourself. Where you come from? Why are you here? My name is Jim. Hi, Jim. And I love niggers. And I love niggers. All right, you're you're gone, brother. Ah! Yeah. What the fuck was That's that? Gone. Holy oh, shit. fucking asshole! Yeah, pe- people are yeah. Defense. Forget about oh, it. Uh, oh next God, next person. In fact, can we can we just like get? Uh, we're gonna ban she loving from the room. That's a that's a later. Um. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for the derailment, she loving. Uh, well, that's what happens when you start talking in accents. See what I mean? It's a slippery slope. Um, all the worst out of everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. That, that was like a YouTube. Algorithm. Exactly. Yeah, we we have to make sure that never happens again. Uh, but uh, I don't know what what else are we talking. We got uh, to fulfill our contractual obligation for Spotify. I mean, I mean. Yeah. It's you know it's Christmas. I mean, I, I gotta say, it's like it, I'm annoyed. It's an annoying Christmas. I'm gonna try to make the best of it, you know. So I'm not like Mister like rah rah Christmas right now. It's just like my personal mood. You know what I mean? Is it Christmas Day uh, for you? No, not not yet. But like you know, it, it's like a week long event. Except for you gotta work the whole time. You know that's how. Yeah. That was a bit of a fucking nail off. So I I don't know how's that, how how's everybody else feeling how's how's your lives you know you don't have to say but how you feeling oh, you know, oh. it, it's what it is it's just it's Christmas and you know it's just it is what it is you just have to do it and you trudge through and uh, just and hang out with family and be happy and that's man that's what it's all about you know be happy whether you want to or yeah, not my life I mean, terrible that's, just, that's my whole thing that's my whole view on it just. Through yeah. it. No, I, I, try to make the best of it. Yeah, I'm actually I love Christmas all the time. I love it every year. Uh, I decorate the house, you know, things you ready. But my family, we don't do anything. It's just it's Christmas is us. It's just me, my two boys, Emily. Like it's boom. That's it. We don't go running around. We don't have to see anybody or do any of that dumb shit like all the things that people talk about stress that doesn't happen in my house i'm like this is my holiday man this is this is me relaxing enjoying having fun you know like and the whole like that spirit the quote-unquote spirit of christmas is within my family like it's not I, i don't bring the other shit in just so i can have that it's fun Absolutely. Like tomorrow we go to Brooks uh, mom's and we do there. And then then Christmas day, we're going to uh, our friends who are part of the motorcycle gang that you guys were talking about. And um, gang of toughs. Yeah. You know, you know, it is what it is. And then Sunday, my daughters (laughs) and my son-in-law, they all come over Sunday and we're going to hang out here and do our thing. I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Have a, yeah, that's uh, awesome. How about Jack? We, Jack Jackson uh, here family. now. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Jack. By the way, 
Merry Christmas. Good, good. Congrats on your uh, Korea video going viral. That was that was sweet. Uh, oh yeah, it was a crowning achievement of my existence. So, <laughs> Jack, did you did you just watch the show on? YouTube? I missed it actually. I need to rewatch it on on record. Oh, okay. Then then you don't. Okay. Well, my performance is the best. You're not in it. <laughs> so Jack, how's Christmas for you? Good, good. Headed back to uh, my family uh, tomorrow morning, so should be should be a, a a good Christmas. That's almost back to normal. So, and 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 where is that? Is that like a long? Trip no, not too bad. Like Just in the western suburbs of the city. Um, probably like a 40, oh, okay. 45 minute drive. So not too bad. So what would you pop um, in here to tell us? Oh, nothing. I was just going to react to your uh, going to a million Cubs games thing. I just hope by the time we get to August of next year, we've got a team to watch. Uh, <laughs> so it's not a not a chore going to as many games. But I, I'm with you, Danny. It's like you, you start to you, – you, you get to that like four or five in a row mark, and it's just like – especially if – if, if if you're not contending and it's not competitive, it's like it, it becomes a chore for sure. Um, but hopefully next year we we have a we have a team that's in the in the race the whole time and we can we can energetically go to five in a row or whatever we're, whatever you do. Well, it's one thing if you're just going down there and you're getting tickets for seventy five cents on StubHub and you're just like, ah, eh, might as well show up. If it sucks, I'll leave. If I'm cold, I'll leave. And it's another thing when like the place is rocking and they're winning all the time, you know. So it's, it, you know, it's that place it, Wrigley Field has gone through a lot of changes over the course of uh, even last season, and um, it, it really does take something to lift that wave. Like, but Chicago, they've got it in them, but not the wave. But yeah, but not the wave, lift right? the wave, but not the wave. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's, a, there's our complicated also, shirt. Yeah, like th- those those moments where it's just like where, where the crowd's getting into it in the sixth inning, and there's the tying runs on second base. It just like I don't know. It, there, there's something special when when the when when those night those weeknight crowds get into it or it's it's it, it, it's cool hopefully we can have some of those those moments the, late the unique thing about wrigley field is the self-generated energy that we are allowed to create due to the lack of clap your hands or do the wave or you know it, it's it's from the fans like we are we are one with the players it, at least that's the way we approach it and so it's it is a different atmosphere and like that's what i think that it is really kind of valuable to go viral with a korea video i do think to a 27 year old guy who's like hey where do i want to spend 81 games a year what kind of people do i want around me you know to somebody like a strowman or you know who likes the show of it and to maybe a Correa who also might like the show of it based on not just our video, but then strobing like, yo, you're my guy. Come with us. Like, I do feel like we still have something unique that's fan generated. And I don't know. I'm taking full credit. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, and I, I really hope it, it stays like that. I mean, the Ricketts do strike me as the type that will do the clap your hands. Well, they're trying. If, you know, they they yeah. love it. They, you know, they. And I and I really hope that 
Cubs fans just continue to be like, nah, we're not going to clap our hands when you tell us to clap our hands. Like, that's the only way to get rid of it is if boo it. the clap your hand sign is up and nobody does it. No, boo it. Just boo it. Then I'm with you. Do you guys think the wave has been has, has gotten worse recently than it had been previously? Like over, I mean, going back ten years, do you think it's significantly well, worse now than it? It it is, and it's it and it's only because you know they got back into the cheap ticket land of things. Like, and so you got a lot of people being like, "Hey, I got nothing to do. Let's go out here," and they don't know what to. They don't know what to do at a baseball game or at a Cubs game, I should say specifically. But, you know, a lot of the anti-wave stuff, I mean, I love the conflict of it. What I'm wondering is, and I just want to just kind of go further with this concept, what if we do anti-waves, which is everybody stand up and we all sit down in order instead of stand up in order. So, like... I'm, I'm just I'm just spitballing here. Like this is how that I'll, I'll this is it. how art works. <laughs> Everybody it. stand yeah. for the whole game, and then we all sit down. I think that's still a wave, Danny. No, no, it's the anti-wave that he, they all stand. Like we'll do it for Sunday night baseball. It'll be you know that thing where you would like uh, all drop your pencils at the same time in social studies in sixth grade. Do you ever do that? Everybody's like, exactly no. at 12.08, we're all going to drop our pens. You never did that to fuck oh, with the yeah. nun? No, no. I, I, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> I, I went to Catholic school. I did, we, did, we pulled that shit. <laughs> yeah. there, ain't, there ain't no nuns in Oklahoma, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you kicked them out with the Mormons. That's why they ended up in Utah. <laughs> but... uh but no, we would all drop our pens at a certain time or our books and, you know, scare the hell out of somebody or just like have some random like it was like it's how Twitter got invented. But um, but, you know, we could do that thing is like exactly <laughs> at like 1208. We're all going to stand up or, you know, exactly at one or, or or do it right after the national anthem where everybody's standing anyway. Make it easy. I often thought I would like to pass out uh, jaw harps. To, or kazoos or something like that to everybody in the crowd, something, a mouth instrument that's easy to play that you could sneak in without uh, too much notice or just pass them out in there. Um, have like a hundred people pass out like 500 kazoos so that, you know, we could all like kazoo the national anthem together from the bleachers. Yeah. Danny wants uh, Wrigley to become a Vuvuzela thing. <laughs> Remember that Vuvuzela oh, yeah. in the uh, World Cup? Do I remember it? I mean, I'm an actual Vuvuzela expert. <laughs> so I don't know. Let's uh, let's talk about um, it's the end of the year. Let's talk about everybody's year. Uh, where you see next year? Like, are are you hopeful? Or where where are? You? Here's about a question. Where is everybody finding hope right now? Where, because I know you're trying to find it, because it's the it's human nature. In, in general, or in Cubs world, uh, I don't think I specified. E- either or, yeah, I guess. Okay, I'm with you. Well, I I'm finding Zoloft, man. Uh, it's it's wonderful. <laughs> Do you know the Ween song Zoloft? I don't. Dude, look it up tonight. Give me that Z. O L O F T. 
something, something, something. Make me love me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down to it. I love it. Um, where's every John? John, anybody you... else? What? I prefer weed to Zoloft. I'll just let you know that right now. Same. I, I'm saying both. All right. <laughs> no. That's whatever all I got. You, whatever you gets you to the <laughs> I prefer weed. You find hope in, in weed? Okay. <laughs> um, you know, you I, 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 I get, get away with shit like that. With old men, I mean, you can do that. To be honest, I prefer booze as my opiate of choice in life and always have. Um, but, you know, that ship seems to be sailing at this point. As I get older, I know that uh, some of the older dudes in this uh, room right now could probably relate to the different kind of consequences that you might face after a night of uh, imbibing the demon alcohol. But uh, I saw a bunch of people on mute <laughs> to that thought. But uh, so, yeah, that's why I prefer weed at this point. But uh, still, the demon alcohol will uh, is, is my preference. The devil's lettuce all day long, baby. <laughs> well, here's here's what I'm kind of hopeful for. I'm hope, kind of hopeful that, you know, that MLB, you know, owners, etc., that ev- after everything that we've gone through these last two years with the craziness of the world, that they just come to their senses and say, hey, we got to get baseball back on track. we got to get, you know, we got to get playing. we got to make sure we get games in and 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 everything so but you know that's just just me just my thought oh i i i agree with you Artie. i i really hope that that happens as well um but i i am i am fully on board with what the players want at this point i i just fucking hate the owners and i hate them with a passion so they've been making so much more money than they ever have. And they're still cutting the players lower and lower if they can. And it's like, that's not how it's really, that's not how it should work. You know what I mean? They are the product and the workers. They just need, just pay the fucking players. Pay And, and honestly, it's not the rich guys either. It's, it's the poor guys, the in poor in very giant, quotations uh you know the guys that are making the league minimum one final plea for you all to join the patreon campaign at patreon.com slash sunranto um this version of the podcast has advertising all strewn throughout it and uh, if you don't like it uh then uh, and why would you like being uh, barked ads at uh well then you can subscribe for as little as one dollar at patreon.com slash sunranto. You get your own RSS feed. You get the show early. You get the show ad-free. And uh, there's perks at every level. You can get the music. I write out little newsletters. You get the f- photography and the f- that I take at the games. Um, there's it, it just It's a great way to help out the show. Become a ranter, a super ranter, and um, help out the show. Because I'm telling you, it, it'll make you feel good knowing that you're helping produce the Sun Ranto Show, Tickets and Beer, and Crawley's Memorabilia Cubs Cave, and, you know, uh, Michael Cotton Tickets, and all sorts of good stuff 
that will put your money to good use producing a great Cubs podcast. So please be involved with it. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. And you'll never hear me ask you again because I cut those all out of the show. So you'll never hear it again. You'll never hear this little uh, song that's playing. You'll never hear about uh, any of the uh, the advertisers that are fed us through our podcast network. You won't hear any about, of it. You'll just hear Cubs talk. You won't have your time wasted. And it is really cheap. A dollar, two dollars, three dollars. If you would buy each one of us a beer at Wrigley Field, that's like the three, four dollar level. So come on, join today. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Quit screwing around. Here's the rest of the show. You know, they that's most of the league. That's a higher percentage of the league than the people making a ton of money. And, you know, bring that up and extend that into the minor leagues. Like, these guys are... are you know. sound like they're, a commie. Highly, Share the wealth. <laughs> yep. They're, well, no, I'm oh, not even. And, and no, this is actually very much capitalistic. It's a it's, chicken in every pot. <laughs> you got to pay. You know, if you, if you want your product to be good, you got to pay for it. And, uh, you know, they're making enough money to pay for it now. And, you know, so it's, I don't know. It, it, it's frustrating. The players can uh, organize. I want the. the Major League Baseball is an organized situation. The players could organize themselves to do their own thing. Now, eventually, their hierarchy is going to develop and screw everything up. But there's been challenges. We, and we didn't talk about this on the Sun Rando show, but I thought it was interesting. A ch- challenge it exists right now to the uh, anti um, the, uh, with, uh, the exemption from the uh, Monopoly Act. Wait. I'm, I'm saying this wrong. Antitrust. Antitrust. Yeah, yeah. Antitrust. Yeah. So uh, I'm just saying, like, the players have Twitter. Like, why can't Carlos Correa make $20 million a year on his own? You know what I mean? Like, why can't these guys just run around and make their own game? And the, the they have the, the Twitter reach. They've got yeah. the social oh, media I mean, to do it. They've got new media with lots of money willing to do it. And Major League Baseball just better get their heads out of their ass and get a deal done. Otherwise, they're going to lose the old boys network that they had, which I kind of would be for even if this, like, historic thing goes downhill. But, like, you know, American and National League used to be competitors with the Negro Leagues, and then it all kind of – cobbled together to this moment, you know? Right. And, and, and I don't think the antitrust law keeps anybody else from starting a league. It would be great if the, if the, all the players that are making, you know, league minimum, I guess, cut and just made their own league. Well, imagine Satchel Page as a major leaguer right now. Going where, yeah. going where the highest bidder goes. Now, he's probably, you know, doing the high AAV two-year contract. I mean, you know, but who knows? Like, you know, you transplant a person to a different time. Well, but, but again, while that worked for Satchel, it didn't work for the rest of the guys. You know what I mean? Like, they need to, you know, if the players put together their own league – that would be a 
that would be amazing. You know, just like a league that they want, not the owners want. And, you know, there's a million things that go into that. You know, obviously you have to, you know, get the funding and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, there are owners and I can see well, some players Morris heading that shit up. Go look up the uh, Federal League around the turn of the 20th century and see how that fucking worked out for him. Yeah, Bill Wrigley Field. Well, I mean, the, the, yeah, but that but that was that was the whole thing back there at the the turn of the 20th century. You had the Federal League, you had the American League, you had the next American League. You had you know the National League is the only one that's really stuck. That it was out the one to begin with. I mean, the Federal League came in and took all the big players from the National League and was paying them good money and then they they all they all went bankrupt and they took them to major leagues to court and that's where the whole antitrust shit came up was for that. Nice. I mean it was just I mean it, it didn't work and it's held since then. I mean Yeah, I mean no I storm yeah, the capital. Well I mean and that's, <laughs> and that's the hard thing. They they just have that hundred and fifty years of you know, momentum with them, you know, like sure. you can't build a league and not expect your best players to go be Yankees, you know? Oh, absolutely. But, but, you know, it'd be nice if, uh, there, there could be some sort of initiative moving in that direction, sort of maybe taking a little of that because if you if runner if on second just, base, if you just put the the challenge out there, Fuck the DH. It, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but if you put the challenge out there, it forces the the league that exists to adjust, or you know, because they don't want to lose anything. I just thought of a, a funny picture we should all take is that we should uh, dress in like those uh, you know like suffragette dresses in like 1920s and take a black and white photo with like, you know, like the, you know, the prohibition, you know, the ladies against prohibition when they would like the ant, the, the dry leagues, we'll get a banner. We'll pretend like yeah. we're marching and we'll wear those dresses and like wigs and stuff. And, uh, we'll be the anti DH league. And <laughs> take pictures like that. Make sure it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll sing. Oh God! I'll write you. I'll write a bunch of Woody Guthrie esque songs about the days before the DH. You know, it'll be like uh, you know that oh, they put God. communists in jail. Be, that would. Walter Johnson was a hitter. <laughs> a whole, a whole what, yeah. cannon. What would we? What would we call it? Because I honestly, I love the idea of wearing of the ADH. Uh, Everything's just got to have a like a. Acronym. We're the yeah, ADH. I'm, I'm just saying, like, DH league. You don't want ADHL. to be jets, but you do. You know, wear dresses, and they're like a whole section wearing dresses. So we're they, the, they're unmistakably. We're the, there's a section wearing dresses, and they're all like with suffragette signs. That type of thing. That'd be funny. Yeah, we'll funny. we'll have to think about that. We'll have, we'll we'll have a meeting next Tuesday about it. <laughs> <laughs> They'll play the whole thing out. <laughs> but, uh, Michael. Tell them I, follow I, I, up. <laughs> Mike, I, I want to I yeah. play devil's advocate on this one with you. I mean, these guys making the league minimum are making 
half a million, what is it, 570,000? It's not like they're eating ramen. But, yeah, eating, have you uh, seen like the real estate floors, market, like, though? I mean, like, honestly. I mean, it, it's, uh, here's the thing. Is half yeah, that money. Right, they, but their, their career lasts, like, two or three years. Well, days. and half that money's gone. Like, you know, you got 20% of the agent. You got uh, a lot of expenses just being a major leaguer. Plus... You know, and I'm not saying I'm not going to sneeze at five hundred thousand dollars for a league minimum. I mean, I would love to make that money, but I'm saying they're not getting five hundred thousand. They're getting more like two fifty at the end. And the things you have to do, you got to drive the nice car. You've got to do. Uh, you've got to show up. You, like, you know, you could be a weirdo like Chafin and like ride a bike to work in your uniform or Ben Zobrist or do do that kind of thing. But you're spending money to be this big time thing, so it's it's really not. It's the entertainment business, so it, it it's and so the money goes quick. I'm just saying the money goes quick. You gotta eat the you gotta eat at the steakhouse. You gotta tip good. You otherwise everybody's gonna hear about it. Like there's all sorts of expenses with being a famous baseball player that until you make your big nut, where you are paid for the rest of your life, five hundred thousand dollars. For the thing you've worked on already for 13 years is not enough money to get you through the rest of your life so that when you're a broken down old person that like blew their knees out sliding into second base, you have enough to like be somewhere decent and not have to like, you know, own a failing diner. Yeah, see, so Danny, I agree with you on. I don't agree with you on the stuff that they need to like buy and do all that shit. Uh, some people may feel like they need to do that, but they don't. No, I agree. Uh, you don't, but though, you're 20. I mean, dude, put yourself. No, but my thing is I no, but I do agree with you on the whole, on the, this is the rest of their life. They don't have college education. And even if they did have a college education, if you're a, a replacement level player, you don't have the cachet to walk out and make, a shit ton of money just, you know, selling cars or whatever. You know what I mean? Like Frank Schwindel can't run out there right now and, and open a Schwindel already sounds like a car dealer. <laughs> I know. He really does. <laughs> Nobody would even know. Like, I like Earl Shire. Paint, paint, yeah. <laughs> Frank Schwindel. <laughs> Frank Schwindel. Frank Schwindel can sell anything in any mid-sized city in America. I'm convinced <laughs> he will be a success. But, but you know, but you're right, Danny. Like, so it's you know, you you see, we see the numbers, and they in. Trust me, the ownership lets you know the numbers. Like, it's this five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars, and you're like, wow, that's a shit ton of money. But if that's the only money you can guarantee yourself for your whole life. And like Danny said, half of that's gone from all the other expenses, the legitimate expenses of living in the city that you actually play in, because there's not a lot of like fucking uh, podunk middle of the country cow cities. The rents. Easy. Easy. You're talking about John's yeah, hometown. Right. Well, uh, Jack, you, you keep but unmuting, they, and have... it, it makes me nervous. I'm looking at the mute and the unmute. I got Artie unmuting, Jack unmuting. Uh, okay. So, Jack, Thoughts. you unmuted. Are you ready to go? 
<laughs> no, I'm good. I mean, you guys are, you, you guys are, that's, that's fair. But I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, you, you do the math on some of this and it's like, okay, you're making over 500K. You're the average uh, time. You got three years. You've got a million, you've got a million and a half bucks. Okay. Let's say you lose at the end of the day. Let's say it's just less than a million bucks after taxes and whatever and, and all that stuff. But still, you're 30 years old. You've got a million bucks in the bank. There's a hell of a lot of people who are th- like I, I don't know. It's hard for me to feel bad for. It's the, better than the, I'm like, doing. Yeah, right? You know, it's, it's like you know, it, and it's great. It's good for them, but I'm just saying, like they exist and on a different plane. It's hard to put yourself in their shoes and what they got to do to like keep. It, and it's a long, it's a long time to live. Yeah, but I mean, they could go. Like know. I'm sure these guys are like they've got. They could. I, I, I don't know. Like they could get a job. Like <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. No, no. Where? At the jewel? Yeah, they will have to, but they don't have college educations. They don't have a lot of this stuff. And a lot of them could easily be in debt when they finally make their money in the major leagues because the minor leagues pay them jack, right? So they could be in debt by the time they get there. So they got to pay that off first. Well, a more interesting question is a lot of times, and this is, we've talked about this a lot uh, in our conversations on the Sun Ranzo show of like the stratification of who even makes the major leagues. I mean, Doug Glanville talked about it with us, uh, you know, and it would, that about kind of like the stratification of who's got the money to have the private hitting coach, to have the virtual reality, uh, you know, hitting a hitting instructor to all the things that you need. Meanwhile, you got some kid, like, I don't know if you saw that meme about that kid. It's not a meme. It's a kid um, in the Dominican Republic wearing a cardboard catchers thing. Did you see that? There's a kid in the Dominican Republic wearing like he built it out of, uh, you know, boxes and uh, he had a mitt. He had a real mitt, but everything else was built out of cardboard and uh, scraps. But then, like, one of the Dominican teams got all their money together and got this kid real catcher's gear. I don't know if the kid's a good catcher or anything, but they got him this gear. And and I was like, this seems so planned. You know, like, you're just – because there's all this discarded gear and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know – I don't buy any of it. Like, I feel like it's all bought and sold to you. Like the, uh, well, from player to player, you know, like even what we were just talking about with like, who can sell something like Frank Schwindel can sell cars. Like what were they trying to sell us by showing us this kid playing in cardboard? And I'm like, they're selling us something. Like it was so obvious who was tweeting it. That's yeah. kind of the point yeah. I'm making. And I'm not like making a comment about the kid. I'm just making a comment about how it. Well, I had the, to see in it. Yeah, Pinkus makes Pinkus makes the point of Frank the Tank, Frank Schwindel being just being screwed for four years of just not getting the opportunity to move up. Because he's he showed that he was big league level last year, but he hasn't had that opportunity because he wasn't as good as the guy who was there, right? So even a guy that seemingly through what a half a season has showed that he can do it didn't get the chance. So plus he didn't make even though he made the league minimum, 
that's not that whatever $500,000 was. It's from the day he started to the end of the season, it's prorated. And if you get set back down, you your uh, your pay goes back down. Like if you get paid, you know, twenty thousand one month, you may get paid four thousand the next month if you go back. To, if you go from Chicago to Iowa, how many guys on a two thousand sixteen team were making league minimum? No. Um, yeah. I don't thing. know the answer to that question. John, do you know? Does anybody know offhand? I have no idea. That's it why I, been, I, I just – there's a lot of rookies there, and I, they they weren't making well, big money, so they the, had to be making close. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm going to look it up. I don't I don't well, know how many were making league up? minimum, but – well, no, I guess it would have been like KB – would have been at league minimum, but it might have been like league minimum with a year experience or something like that. Yeah, but he's a bonus. He's a bonus baby. And 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 Wilson and all them guys that had all been rookies. Contreras. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if people are trying to. If people are trying to talk, I can't let you into the room because uh, it seems to be frozen. Because I can't. The last comment I see. This is how it works for me. Well, I see Pincus is in the room. Unmute and say hi, Pinkus. I just invited everybody. Hello. I'm just seeing uh, okay. Hey, John. Oh, how's it going? Very good. So, you know, we were kind of kind of hinting and hawing about this, but a little bit, but, you know, a, uh, you know, a by the players for the fans, you know, alternative league. I mean, we were kind of going down that path. Is, is it possible that uh, baseball can support an alternative league? I mean, no other sports I don't think really are available that way, but can baseball? Well, if if uh, I start a podcast and uh, everybody comes with <laughs> about the said team, like, what if I had a Chicago Dogs podcast? Like, what if we just, like, took our business elsewhere and I moved out to Rosemont and I, w- I went west and, like, got myself a little fucking bungalow, you know, and rode my bike to Rosemont every day? Like, could we? Could that be a sustainable thing that came and like we would? Then I would turn because I like the dogs, but I I don't even go every year. Like you know, every go every now and again. But what if I like put all my attention on the dogs and then you know tried to bring everybody with me and like you know beat that drum for a while. You know, Sarah Sanchez comes to more games. You know, the people I know from the Cubs world start to come to more games. They're like, hey, this is fun. We got a thing going. Ticket prices go up. The dogs are a thing. Like, the suburbs coming out. Like, it's easier to do. Like, I mean, I could see it. I mean, I actually just envisioned it. it. MLB should be shaking in their boots. I would take like an XFL sort of thing. You'd have to find a Vince McMahon or The Rock who's doing the new XFL to try to make it viable. So you had to come with like CBS. I think they're the one with uh, baseball right now on their networks. Yeah, you have to have big media following it because uh, the media makes the league. The reason the major leagues are the only league or the NFL is the only league is because they they can't get the deals. You know what I mean? Like they can't get the, the really good 
uh, coverage all the time. I mean, look at ESPN. They they could cover minor leagues every day if they wanted. MLB Network could cover the fucking minor leagues every goddamn day. They have uh, 24 hours a day that they have to fill, and yet they don't talk about any of it. You know, like you got, that, that's where you got to get that in order to, you know, uh, make a successful league. Because if you don't put it in front of people in their homes, then nobody's going to see it. That's that's where the. Uh, well, and here's where we come back NWSL to uh, yeah, Mark and the Cuban, WNBA Mark and, and things like that. They have a ton of supporters. Here's where we come back to things taking more if they had TV. But here's where we come back to being a fan takes a lot of time. You know, like, are you going to be a fan of, like, how many baseball teams, how many football teams, how many soccer teams, how many basketball teams, like, how many hockey teams? Like, you know, it's it's difficult to follow. Like, Pedro Strope pitched in the DR today. Like, are you going to be a, now a fan of the Aguilas and, or the dogs? And, you know, that's the difficult thing. It's like what everybody's vying for and what MLB has a monopoly on right now is the history. You know and if, if that had been – if that had been on regular TV and it was being covered all the time and I was aware of it. But what is regular TV? So like the Chicago dogs now go Facebook live for all their games. That's no, I'm saying it, it, no, but despite how much we are connected into like the internet and computers and all that stuff, the majority of the people are really still at ESPN. They're at, Fox, they're at NBC, CBS. Like that's where they watch their games. If you and put that shit, I disagree. On TNT, I disagree because they can't fucking find it. I disagree. Those people are dying every day, and that is an old they, technology. They are, they're, like they're still people, dude. We're doing our show still, on a. I, we're doing this show right now that I'm going to release with ads on it <laughs> on a technology that did not exist six months ago. That we just heard Agreed, about. Like, but here's a radio show that you can just do with your friends, and that we're all figuring it out. And we are the product that, you know, I'm just saying, like, we, we can change it. And so maybe they've already got to figure it out. Maybe Papa Joe is puppet mastering us all, and he's already bought the Chicago Dogs, and he owns it all. <laughs> well, then, then the, the real answer is that you need money behind it because, you know, like, we can do this as long as we want. We're, we aren't, we don't make money and we don't have enough money to get the advertising out there to really drive people here. You know what I mean? Sure we do. 300 bucks. That should go. So, <laughs> well, I mean, here's, here's the question. So, you know, you guys, most of everybody knows that I technically now work for a wrestling company and our show is done on Twitch. And we have people that subscribe, and we have subscriber-only events so that you can only see. But we do have some free stuff. So there's those options that, you know, the, the you know I see a, a big shift. I think streaming is going to be a good possibility for, you know, maybe some of these alternatives. And, I mean, would you pay, you know, nine ninety nine a month to watch, you know, maybe a few of your favorite uh, independent te- uh, baseball teams, for example, things things of that nature, or, you know, or $6 a month, which is what we – we, um, you know, cost to, for, for us, you know. Well, Dominican cost like 20 bucks last year. They had their own app, and then they probably, I subscribed, and they showed everybody the numbers, and MLB bought them. So now you can watch those games, and they don't publicize them, but they are available. 
on Lidom. Like it used to be L I D O M Lidom, but now MLB showing them, and I think they're charging twenty bucks. So now MLB is paying the twenty bucks, but it definitely legitimizes the league. And Pedro Stroke pitched today. I'm just saying, like I can see that monopoly expanding as opposed to getting independent. Do you guys see they're uh, they're gonna they're doing like ten dollars a month? They're they're proposing potentially that I think it's the in twenty twenty three they're gonna do like a marquee ten dollar a month thing, even if you don't have uh, Comcast or whatever, you could just stream stream that. I think I, I think I read that marquee was considering it, and so was the I think it's Yes Network is the Yankees one, but that'd be cool. Oh, That's, w- welcome to nineteen ninety eight. Congratulations, right. everybody, for doing the thing yeah, be- that we said they were going to do. They should do like do that and legalize weed. You know, like <laughs> I would, I would absolutely. They legalize weed. The main, well, not where you the are, main brother. Thing, <laughs> the main thing. The main thing hey, with hey, that Jack, is you got to let don't... the Chicago people be able to watch the games. That's yeah, no, that's the thing. Right that's now. what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's the problem right now. Is that now, even if I mean I live in Iowa, I can't watch a third of the league, even if I pay for it. You know. Yes. Like, so, so this thing was for so you could only so th- 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 this thing that they were talking about was it's if you're in the Cubs like zone or whatever, which includes Iowa and parts of Wisconsin, whatever, whatever it is. But the the, the subscription to Marquee was for. Areas where you'd be blacked out if you just bought MLB TV for 120 bucks or whatever. But yeah. the problem is they'd make you yeah. buy the MLB first and then 10 bucks added on, probably. Yeah. Hey, Jack, do you know if um, with this, were they basically kind of maybe hinting that because a lot of, uh, you know, the uh, the Dish Network, the Comcasts, the et cetera, are pushing back on the regional sports networks and not carrying them anymore? You know, yeah, that was part of it. This was a this was an article from a, I think a few weeks, maybe a month ago, three weeks ago in the Athletic. It was a really long article and it was really good. It had a lot of new new information. Um, but but yeah, no, they they were talking about exactly that how all these networks are, aren't carrying that, and, and also like YouTube TV and they're always getting in fights or whatever. I think YouTube TV just had a fight with ESPN and ESPN wasn't on there, and I think it's back now or something. But but yeah. No, it was Disney. Or Disney, yeah, all of Disney. So ESPN, ABC, all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ESPN's part of that, yep. Um, I've, I've got a, uh, a wrap-up here about who was making league minimum in 2016, if, if anybody wants to know oh, yeah. that information. Uh, so uh, I don't know. What does DNP mean? Did not play? Did not play. Because underneath, uh, in baseball prospectus anyway, uh, listed – for whatever reason, are Aaron Brooks, Dallas Beeler, Christian Villanueva, and Rex Brothers, which seems weird. It probably means they um, may have been on the 40-man remaster or something like that. Rex Brothers, though? Like, I don't remember him being part of the conversation from back then. But anyway, here's who made the league minimum. It was Matt Caesar, Javi Baez, uh, Kyle Schwarber, uh, Neil Ramirez, Zach Rosscup, Addison Russell, uh, and then right around there were Tommy Lestella, Kyle Hendricks, and Chris Bryant was just above. Uh, Brendan Ryan 
somehow made a million dollars that year, as did Gerardo Concepcion. So, uh, wow. yeah. You just muted What's yourself that? in the middle of that. You were in the middle of your sentence and you muted oh, yeah. yourself. I, I, so I did. Because uh, I was going to say, uh, there's another Christmas Eve, Eve, uh, completely misspent with the Sunlander show. Champagne and reefer. <laughs> Champagne and reefer. Raz and some raspberry Vista Bay. So, um, uh, listen, uh, Merry Christmas, uh, everybody. Happy New Year and all that jazz. Uh, congratulations to you all for uh, making it yet one more year. And uh, I'm sure I'll see you guys online, but uh, I'll definitely see you uh, before then. Merry By Christmas, liking your things. Yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, yeah, definitely post all your 69s. Thank you for sticking with us. Danny, I will actually see you next month at I'm going I made it I got a ticket to the next Club Four Hundred event. Oh the Schwindy. Yes. Nice. All right. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Yeah, happy yeah. Merry Christmas, Merry happy Christmas. new year. See you next year. And uh, we're gonna do one more uh, green room, but it'll be random. It'll be after Christmas, it'll be before New Year's and Jesus Christ, what are we gonna do? Clearly, from this show, it doesn't matter. (laughs) 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 This is what reinvention looks like, people. Spagog. Spagog. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.